At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. They can dunk from downward dog and make hook shots in headstands. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. Industry leading. Difference making. Tomorrow shaping. World changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. In Jesus' name. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Well, Every day I'm hustling. I never expected it to turn out like this. TheBoxingBoys.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. Happening, people. Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem wrong, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, Decatur, Georgia. You already know what it is. It's the Queen, Market K, Detroit. Stand up. David Maldonado, New York City. Yo, Ness, don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King Amina Bessex, catch me for them championship rounds. Big Superman, Plainview, Texas. Davidian in Buffalo. God bless you all. Jesus, man. Without try, it ain't nothing. Without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Batgirl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big Fish Vega, Palm Beach, Florida. This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. 
voice of the people. There is no equal. You can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. As I always say, please make sure you push the thumbs up. Share this in every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TDD for life. If you ain't on Patreon, that's because you're stupid. All right, all right. I couldn't follow up with that. Nothing, nothing behind that, man. Shout out to the community. Appreciate y'all. We rocking out strong. It's like 12 years, man. We doing it, man. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back. Yo, I was supposed to be on time. I promise you, we was not supposed to start at 9.02. I just got caught up right here in front of the computer in the studio um, watching this amazing movie that's going to drop today. Shout out to Travion Young Trav, who uh, put it together, um, and this will be our little doco series on David Benavidez, Jose Benavidez, Diego Pacheco, and uh, Rayo Venezuela, aka Jose Venezuela. Uh, so that'll be dropping a day. Canna, if you hear me, set that to premiere, baby. It's ready to drop. I don't know. You got to watch it, too, before you put a title, because it's amazing. Uh, once again, shout out to Travion for doing an amazing job. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel so you get that notification when we premiere that awesome, awesome video. Uh, 18 minutes of your life is going to take to go through it, but it'll be 18 minutes well spent. This fine morning here on a February 16th, Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6.08 Pacific Standard Time. We're going to be talking about George Cambosis versus Lomachenko. Bad news, Loma has signed. And it's bad news for Devin Haney. Bad news for Devin Haney because... Loma has signed, and the details are as followed. And you got to just, I mean, at this point, there's nothing you can say. You just have to respect Loma uh, for doing everything that we talk about here on this show. I'm sorry. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, my man is always, he just, he did everything we asked, bro. Like, they asked him to take short money. He said, okay. They asked him to fight in Australia. He said, okay. They said they wanted a rematch. He said, okay. They said they wanted a rematch in Australia. He said, okay. Fuck. How can you not defend this dude? How can you not be on his side? Short money. Mayweather did it with versus De La Hoya. And people love to say, oh, Ness, but that was De La Hoya. I don't think Cambosos is De La Hoya, but Loma just did it. You got to respect it. You got to respect it. Then, Haney comes out, and he says, I'll take the same offer as Loma. But is it too late? Like, is it too late at this point? Oh, shit. Is it too late at this point to come out and say that? In my opinion, no, it's not. Why? Because 
Nothing trumps undisputed. Nothing's better than undisputed. So, if you're going to undispute, or you're going to devalue undisputed, then okay, it's okay to fight Loma. But nothing trumps undisputed. So if Haney is now willing to take the same offer as Loma, which means going to Australia, fighting over there twice, and taking the same financial offer as Loma, then Cambosos should turn his attention to Haney to have an undisputed, a true undisputed champion. Unfortunately, unfortunately for Haney, he's going to receive the purse of a non-titleist. First time in history. They're strong arming Devin Haney here. Let's be real. They are strong arming Devin Haney to give up that belt for less than, than the value of it. And why do I say that? Because now he is forced to take the offer of a non-titleist. Loma has no fucking belt. Of course he's willing to go get four belts in another country. He's got none. Of course he's willing to take a certain amount of money because he ain't got a belt. So he don't bring in the same amount of money as Devin. It's not a biggest fight as Devin. It's not for undisputed. So that's the difference. So there's strong arm in Devin Haney now. Now he's forced to take money that he wouldn't normally take. Keller Plant made $10 million plus to fight Canelo. Billy made eight in a unification. Like, they about to strong on my man into not getting the biggest career payday. He's supposed to be bringing the belts together. He's supposed to be bringing the belts together. Now they're acting as if you don't got a belt. Guess what? Either you take the fight or we fight Loma twice. Freeze you out for two more fights. Damn near a year. Most people fight twice a year. It's crazy. It's crazy. Frozen out. I mean, I can't believe this. Honestly. But listen, he's going to have to do what he got to do. Because Loma, Loma put the heat on him. Loma put the heat on him, man. Loma out here accepting whatever. And now Devin got to accept whatever. Or sit around for two fights, which could take damn near a year or more because of the logistics, because it's Australia, because of COVID. When can we get a date? Shout out to them, too. This fight is happening at the Marvel Stadium or Studio Arena. This shit looks amazing. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad because Loma, he earned my respect, man. Not only, does, not, only, not only did he prove me wrong after he lost to T.O. and he beat some legit 135-pounders, but now he does this, man. I've been asking fighters to do this all my life. Imagine, imagine where Jamal Charlo would have been if he did this, or Demetrius Andre if he did this. Just took less money. Just take less. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to take less. Demetrius, Charlo, I'm going to take less to get that fight. That's what Loma's doing. So I, I, I'm not mad. If he gets this opportunity, credit to him. 
For real. Credit to him for doing what other fighters won't. For doing what Mayweather did. Even though, again, I'm, I'm going to keep repeating myself. Even, even though people are going to say, oh, but that was De La Hoya. Well, Cambosos ain't De La Hoya. Cambosos ain't De La Hoya. And, and, and Loma just did it. Just did it. Now, here's the beauty. Cambosos is a true negotiator. Him and his team are really playing hardball. They haven't even accepted the signed contract from Loma to do everything that he, they asked them to do. They're still trying to dangle that carrot. And that's why I'm telling you, this is a strong arm situation. They showing Bill and Devin and Eddie, look, we ain't even signed yet. But we can go. He signed. We ready to rock and roll. What are you going to do? So now they got to make a better offer than what Cambosos is receiving from top rank and Loma. Because this fight will be streamed on ESPN, which is good for us. No question... Uh, or, or rather, no one's sure if it's going to be an ESPN pay-per-view just yet. But uh, as of right now, this fight will be on ESPN. So now they got to present a better offer. Now, now, now you got to understand, ESPN, financially, Cambosos may not be receiving what he's going to receive on zone, but I'm sure him and his team are considering what it means to have this fight promoted on ESPN. So... It's going to be really interesting to see what sort of package um, Eddie Hearn puts together. And it will be interesting to see, does Lomachenko, or rather, Cambosos and, and, and Lou DiBella even accept Devin Haney's response via Twitter that he would accept the same offer as Loma? You know, there was a lot of back and forth on social media between these promoters, Eddie Hearn, you know, uh, Devin Haney, um, Lou DiBella, and, and, and talk of things being done on social media and not actually being emailed or sent, no contracts, yada, yada. So Devin actually saying, oh, I'll take Loma's deal or the same offer as Loma, that really doesn't mean shit unless you send that over in writing saying, yo, we want to talk about Devin accepting the same offer as Loma, you know, uh, because, you know, If you don't, what really, what, what, what are you really doing in actuality? You know what I mean? But let me just uh, go ahead and screen share this here by Chris Mannix. And um, he says, framework for Loma deal largely in place per sources. Loma willing to go to Australia on a two-fight agreement. No significant money issues. Question is, can Eddie Hearn or Golden Boy make a better offer for Devin or Ryan Garcia? Because again, Ryan is still in the picture. Now, below is Coppinger who broke the story who says, Sources, George Cambrosos is slated to make first defense of undisputed light. And I can't believe he put undisputed. Wow. That's some disrespect. How do they make him undisputed? So how do you even sell a fight with Devin Haney if you're already calling the man undisputed? It's crazy. Anyway, on June 5th at the Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, Australia, June 5th is a Sunday, which allows for pre-time, oh, excuse me, primetime USA telecast on June 4th fight. So um, that's where the story originated from. And 
you know, it's I, I didn't even notice. I, I must have brushed over that Coppinger calling uh, Cambosos undisputed. Wow. I guess uh, no work needs to be put in. And this is why, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe because he works for ESPN, he, he was forced to write it that way. I, I'm not sure because why give another network and another fighter any attention, you know? Uh, making him undisputed means he's the man. Not to say that he isn't, but obviously there's another champion out there. But let's get to these Super Chats. Shout out to everybody joining us via Super Chat. I got Ronald Finkley saying the best part. TBV, early. Shout out to you, brother. Appreciate you rocking out with us uh, every day, all morning. Let's go. We got Fred Robinson that says, this is a duck, plain and simple. Um, is, it, is it that easy? Is it that simple? Can we just say it's a duck if... Uh, if Cambosis and, and, and Devin don't fight next, is it automatically Cambosis' fault? Or is he not just doing what most people try to do when they win and become the A-side? Is he just not trying to be the A-side? But uh, we got another tweet here. And this is just to show you that Devin has accepted the offer, at least via social media. And Mike Coppinger, uh, once again, tweeted, the smart play, take short money now if you have to, then get paid after you're the guy. So is Coppinger, again, is he saying that Loma did the smart play because Loma's the ESPN fighter or is Coppinger part of helping Cambosis' team to strong-arm Devin Haney by putting out in the media that the smart thing to do is forget that you're a world champion and accept any bullshit offer because you have to. But... Devin did come out and say, whatever he taken, I'll take the same offer. Added Eddie and Lou and George Cambosis. Now, we have a poll right here on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice where we have about 244 votes. Should Cambosis fight Haney since he is saying he will take the same offer for Undisputed? 61% of the voting public says fight Haney. 34% of the voting public says fight Lomachenko. 5% of the voting public says fight Ryan instead. At least there's only 5% of you weirdos out there want Ryan to fight a Cambosos. I swear. And I swear. You guys are crazy, man. These Ryan fans are... <laughs> Listen, I was in San Diego and they was like, yo... I can hook you up. All you got to do is call his mom and get an interview. And I and I didn't even know, like, I never called because I didn't know what I was going to say, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, I'm so real that it's like, I might be forced to tell him how I feel. So I'm like, you know, I'd rather not do this interview. I'd rather give that young man a chance to get through whatever 
issues he's going through in life, and then we he and I have a sit down later when I can address that, and he can say, "Oh well, that was a that was that stage in my career. Look at where I'm at now, Ness." You know, because there's no way I can do a Ryan interview without going through half the shit he's been through. You know what I'm saying? He be, he, I mean, he's got like the most negotiated fights of any fighter. And I've been doing this for a while now. You know, they say 10,000 hours of whatever you do, you're a professional. I know I got way more than that. And 10 years plus. And I've never seen another fighter be in so many negotiations for so many fights that never happen, that always fall apart. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, we got Mad Bent 100 in Kansas City that says, Golden Boy Promotions, Free Rashidi Ellis and Blair the Flair, TBV forever. Shout out to you, my friend. Shout out to you. Yes, sir, man. Shout out to everybody that's joining us this fine morning. If you're on YouTube, do not forget to hit the thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans that need to know that we talk boxing every day and that we're going to be streaming some more live boxing. I know a lot of you guys missed uh, last Saturday's or was it Friday? I can't remember. I think it was Friday. A lot of you missed last Friday's uh, live fights from Mexico right here on our YouTube channel. And we're going to be doing that again on February 25th. I'll be back in studio calling the live fights with my co-host Danny Alvarez, who's uh, off somewhere sleeping. Whenever I'm not in Vegas, he, he, he just acts like he's still on Vegas time, right? It's unfair. Uh, but, um, yeah, we're going to be doing some live fights uh, from the studio, and you guys can actually get to see it because we have the uh, rights to the fight, so we get to live stream it. Only us and ESPN Knockout. So shout out to ESPN Knockout because we are the U.S. broadcaster. Obviously, it'll be simulcast with Fight Stars, but, you know... You're our community, so we'll be doing it right here. We'll be, obviously, uh, not only calling the live fights, but uh, addressing the live fight chat. And, um, yeah, I've been sent over some footage and stuff of one of the fighters right now so that I can get warmed up because I did not like going into it the way that I did last week without knowing much about the fighters, even though I was that nice. I kind of picked the witness. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's easy, right, because it's the A side, but... Um, while calling it, kind of, I was calling it how he would win, right? And it kind of worked out that way. That being said, we're going to be doing it again, and you get to watch it right here yourself. And I don't think there's much happening on the 25th on the schedule. I'll double check, but I don't think there is. So we got all types of stuff happening today. Don't forget the premiere of uh, the David Benavidez um, little movie that we did, 18 minutes, it's going to be dropped, not in 18 minutes, but it's 18 minutes long, and it will be dropping today, uh, once Canna gets to it, I just uploaded this, let me, oh, it's still not done, okay, let me, uh, oh, it says it's taking longer than expected, damn, what up with you, YouTube, I'm over here trying to show my peoples this official video, 
That being said, yes, February 25th, we'll be doing some live fights. Let me give you the information here. I do have it. And you're getting a little bit of radio silence as I scroll through the emails. Here we go. Uh, I could probably, can I screen share this? Uh, I can do this. Boom. So this is the fight card. Should I upload here? Let me go here and then do this. All right. So if you're watching live on YouTube, you should be watching us and the new fight poster for uh, February 25th. Box Stars promotion war tested. So uh, these will be live fights streamed right here on our YouTube channel uh, for for live watching and for playback. And uh, these are the main event and semi-main event fighters and also, also the featuring fighter now. Uh, I, this is when we need Daniel El Mexicano Alvarez who uh, could give us the proper pronunciation of this first name, but I'm going to go with Chualito. No, no Lito. There's no T there, so... No, there is a T, but there's no O, so... All right, let's try that again. Chualito? No, Chulito? 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 I don't know. Mr. Guerrero taking on Eric Gamboa. Not no relation of Yurokis Gamboa, but his name is the Pitbull. And uh, the records, they're not that bad. 13 and 1, two draws, six KOs for El Guerrero, and 21 and 1 with 11 KOs for Eric Gamboa Pitbull. So then we got Alberto Mora, who is undefeated, and he's going to be. Coming into the record with a 2-0 record with two KOs. He's uh, featured on the, the, the fight card. And uh, he's on their great up-and-coming Mexican prospects list. And the point of, uh, you know, ESPN uh, reaching out and trying to get a uh, U.S. broadcaster is to help these fighters get the recognition that they need. You know, many people have the misconception that you go to Mexico and it's just, you know, pad your record. Uh, but more and more, guys like Jaime, you know, uh, even Juan Montiel showing us that uh, that is not true. But we got Daniel Santos, uh, excuse me, Soto Tremendo, who's 6-2, and two, which is two losses, two draws, two wins by KO. Call him 22 twos. Uh, and he's going to be taking on Leonardo Mosqueda Diamante. He's 9-1. Which is one loss, no draws, and only two wins by KL. So this is going to be streamed right here live February 25th, absolutely free. And these fights are from Playa de Carmen. Hopefully one day I get to go call these fights live in Mexico. But right now we'll be calling them live from the Las Vegas studio. Me and my co-host Daniel Alvarez, who will be able to pronounce all these Mexican last names better and then we'll have a good old time. Remember, we'll be addressing the live fight chat and probably even taking callers if you guys want. So uh, you let us know. All right. That being said, we're going to move back on to the daily topic of Cambosis and Vasil Lomachenko, the possibility of 
since Loma has signed his his side of the contract, which includes a two-fight deal for the belts in Australia, streamed on ESPN. Not a bad deal for Cambosis, because if you lose, you got your rematch in your hometown again. So, we got Fred Robinson with the super chat. He says, keep it real, Ness. When has money ever been the reason Charlo or Andre hasn't got the fight, the Canelo fight? Uh, well, um, again, remember that there was an offer submitted. I mean, uh, Robert Diaz is on record on this show. He's on record on an interview that I did on the day of Devin Haven, Joseph Diaz with him, uh, saying that there was an offer. So, you know, but look, whether money or not, if they would be taking, imagine if Charlo would have took short money to make the Andre fight or Andre would have took short, short money to make the Charlo fight. Forget just Canelo. Because again, Cambosis ain't Canelo. He ain't even Oscar. These dudes were proven to do numbers. Cambosis just got the belts. That's what I'm saying. That you got to respect the mentality of Lomachenko. Don't make it about Charlo. Make it about what Charlo and Andre not fucking doing. Make it about that. That's what they need to be doing. Looking at a guy like Cambosis, who's been the B-side all his life, Nef- don't even got a fucking network. There's no reason for Loma to do what he what he's doing. Any other day, we'd be talking about, you know, uh, Cambosis being crazy to think that Loma's going to go over there, give up two fights and a rematch clause, plus bring the fucking TV. Cambosis ain't even putting up the TV. Think about what's going on right now. But once you get it, once it clicks in your head, just ask your favorite fighter to do the same. Because ain't nobody doing this shit. Ain't nobody doing what Loma doing. Loma gets a fucking award of the year for me. Brandon, cut the, cut the audio. Put it in an intro. Nobody's doing what the boy's doing. Nobody. That shit is ass backwards and he did it. And it's amazing. It's amazing. It's putting everybody in a very uncomfortable situation. Devin Haney is now forced to take a bullshit offer that no champion would normally take. Loma is a non-titleist, so the offer for him will be of a non-titleist, you know, the money, rather. So, you know, now, now Devin has to take it. We'll see. Let me get out to these phone calls. We're going to include the public. Let's see here. We need to go to this. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up button. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Mr. Postman in Miami, what up? Man, it's, it's windy in Miami. What's good? Yeah, it's windy out here, brother. Um, my man, I don't, I don't. You see, this as a bad thing for Devin Haney. Hell yeah! Look, you really he, see he, he right. obviously what thought about, he was right. getting more money. He obviously wanted more money, and not, now he's forced to accept uh, a smaller offer. Understood. I bet understood, you, I bet you his now, contract. Let's say, listen to me. I bet you his contract didn't say if he won, he had to fight a rematch in Australia again. 
I mean, true indeed, but all right, let's say let's say Lomachenko and um Cambosis go through with the fight, right? Devin Haney gets a tune up. Two tune makes up. his money. Two tune ups. And then you gotta then, lose you gotta lose gets, a whole year. But then he gets whoever wins. <laughs> no, you But got... then he gets whoever wins and hold the fight's up. even bigger. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <coughs> My man grew one inch. He grew one inch last year. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's gonna be hard to stay that weight. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, if he can get it done, bro, if he can get it done, who's he supposed to fight? fight Who's he supposed to fight in a year? Everybody he fight, they gonna call him names. Oh, you should have took the Loma fight, or or rather the Cambosa. Who he gonna fight? He ain't getting taken. They can't can't say they can't they can't say shit about him because don't nobody want to fight him, and everybody knows that shit. It's clear as day, well, bro. Well, well, don't well, nobody want to fight. Not even Cambosos. Nobody want to fight. I don't know. I don't know. So, they saying it saying was is, money. Look, they saying it Garcia, was money. They saying Garcia. it was money. Garcia got to fight. All right. Gar- Garcia got to fight uh, Tagago, right? Yep. He ain't getting past Tagago, man. He ain't getting past Tagago. So, so only doors that are open, only doors that are left are going to be uh, 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 Lomachenko, who, winner of Lomachenko and Cambosos, man. That's it. That's it. He, shout he, out. It's next up, man. Shout next out up. to Pugilism, man. He's right. That's an AJ deal, man. I lose. I still got the home court advantage. I get to pick where we fight. That's, yo, that's a, Eddie looking at that deal like, damn, these motherfuckers done learnt from me. Tell you. Good morning. Good morning. But, um. Well, all right. Not a problem. I mean, you, you seem like you out of words. Thank you for calling in. Shout out to the postman. Yo, um, yeah, man, shout out to the postman. My son about to apply. It's funny. That's why I said that. I seen the application and shit. Yo, we going out to Big Fish Vega. What is going on? Check out theboxingvoice.com for some of the best articles on the hottest news in today's boxing. Let the little fish go so that we can catch the big fish later. Mm-hmm. I'm the big dog at, at the Worldweight Division. WBC and IBF welterweight champion of the world. At the end of the day, I'm way better fighting Terrence Proper. Theboxingvoice.com. Being Terrence Proper on this side of the street. We cleaning our side of the street, then we coming at the Crawford. 640 or 730, wherever we get one. Big Fish Vega. Big Fish Mafia. It ain't a movement, it's a lifestyle. SDS promotion. Senor Vega. Oh boy. Then he'll be like, yo, Ness, you ain't come to me. No Vega. All right, we're going to go back to these Super Chats. I was trying to mix it up here. Uh, We got Alexander Wilson. WBO has now officially ordered Cambosos to defend his WBA, WBC franchise. WBC, IBF, and WBO lightweight world titles versus Lomachenko next, according to Eddie Hearn. Uh Uh-oh, let me check Eddie Hearn's Twitter. Is this true? Could this be? That would be the perfect save. But you know that would also be politics. How convenient. How convenient. 
Let's see. Eddie, did you tweet this? I see nothing. He hasn't tweeted in hours. He's done nothing. This says he retweeted four hours ago. Nothing. Let's go to Eddie's second voice. Michael Benson. He says everything Eddie said. Ah, there it is. Ah, there it is. I told you. He says everything Eddie says that we don't hear. He finds it. So there it is. Michael Benson found it. The WBO has now officially ordered George Cambosos to defend his WBC, WBC franchise and IBF lightweight to world titles versus Vasily Lomachenko, according to Eddie Hearn, who said he's still trying to make Devin Haney fight to supersede this. And this was on the DAZN boxing show. Shout out to Ak and Barack. Uh, so what does that mean? Absolutely nothing. Undisputed trumps all that bullshit. If there's a deal in place, they will be able to get it. If there's a, de a deal in place, they will be able to get this done and across the line. Shout out to Keem who put me on that uh, our David Benavidez's promoter, Samson Lewickovich, interview officially went viral and made it to Reddit. But it has gone viral. I've seen many, many content creators running with it and, and talking about it. And basically, poor David. His promoter says something and, and David ducked. Yo, the way that content creation is, 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 is done is so weird. You know, David didn't say a word. His promoter says they'll need $7 million just to talk. And, and, and all the titles say David Ducks. David Ducks. Even the, even, even the other one, it's like Canelo Ducks. Because uh, David's promoter said Canelo uh, did not accept an offer to fight David Benavides that was worth, worth way more than 50 million according to him he didn't give a number but he said it was more than 50 million so everybody ran with that canelo ducks canelo ducks canelo ducked benavidez instead of taking more than 50 million it's like damn bro you guys like stop it but i get it but shout out to reddit man for having our video up there i hope uh, that means i get us a little bit of subscribers which i fucking need it says i need 3 to get to 131,000. But I'm going to refresh my page and see what's really going on. Ooh, we finally got there. Felt like it took us a fucking year, which it probably did. 131,100. No, and one, not 100, just one. Like, we literally just made it. But fuck it, man. Let's ring some along. <laughs> Fucking go. You know what I'm saying? Lick a shot. We made it. We made it. Listen, it's only gonna get greater from here, man. We're gonna be in studio more. We're gonna be rocking out. I'll be back over there next week. Um, and yeah, man. I even found a spot. So I'm ready to rock and roll, baby. It's ready to go down. 
We could have had that. I'm telling you, I'm gonna make that shit like like early hot nine seven, man. I'm telling you, somebody getting shot in the studio. I'm telling y'all, man, this shit gonna be crazy. Nah, I don't want nobody to get shot. I'm fucking around. But we do want the popularity of this. <laughs> we gonna have it jumping though, for real. Uh, and I'm probably gonna have to shift the two shows because I know not everybody gonna be able to do my morning show until the morning show gets as great as Hot 97's morning show, right? Or should I say now, Power? Because uh, ain't Charlamagne on Power? I prefer Power over the Hot 97 morning show, even though early morning show with... When 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 that dude was just a producer, and he wasn't and Ebro wasn't all all on the show and shit, trying to be fucking P Diddy and shit. When he was just in the back in the cut, and it was like, what's her name, man? She got she got she got canceled too. I can't remember her name. Uh, Dark skinned woman with the big curls. Then it was obviously DJ Enough, right? Or was it Envy? Was it Envy? I don't even know. Whatever. Whatever. We're going to get it jumping is all I'm saying. By March 1st, it's going to be a movie in Vegas, man. I'm taking the vet out there, and we're we going to make everybody take pictures in front of the fucking vet. That's how we're doing it, man. We're going to, yo, working 24-7. We about, to, we about to get big. You, me, the community. And again, this is real. Like, if you in the neighborhood, hit me up. Don't just show up. Hit me up before, like, Ness, I'm coming through so we can have, make sure that we can get you on panel, on camera with all them lights, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we're doing. But we're going out to the phone calls. If you're on Block Talk, you already know how it goes, man. Do not forget to hit the thumbs up button. Do not forget to hit the numero uno button so that I know that you're ready to rock. Um... Border Wars today at 7 p.m. We will have a show, no doubt. So tune in today at 7 p.m. Uh, get them now, Brandon. I want Marshall now. Let's go viral again, man. Let's do it. Remember, we got a poll on YouTube.com right now. YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. And the poll is... Should Cambosis fight Haney since he is saying he will take same offer for Undisputed? 61% now believe, yes, Cambosis should fight Haney, not Loma. 33% believe he should fight Loma, not Haney. 6% believe he should fight Ryan instead. I can't believe that that actually grew. Who are you? Lunatics. Believing in Ryan at this stage. We got Intrigued the Incredible in Atlanta, but he's not in Atlanta. Let's find out what this is. Before I continue, I got a Google search. Uh, this is... Oh, you in Saudi. Oh, you in Saudi? So, what is this, though? Ooh-wee. My man sent that $13.73 super chat all the way from Saudi Arabia. I had to convert it and shit and learn some shit over here. Uh, damn, shout out to Intrigue. My man is super duper international. I think he was in Dubai one time doing a show. 
Then he was in Mexico for a month. Now you in Saudi Arabia. He be in Atlanta. Sheesh. And he is an excellent credit repair specialist. Let me tell you. Take it from me. I know him firsthand. We got Intrigued the Incredible who says, Lou and Cambosis playing Duck, 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 Haney. Haney could have asked for 10 cents and they would have picked Loma. Narrative set. Haney outpriced himself equals fake news. Oh, and one time's back, suckers. But uh, didn't he do 60,000 pay-per-views? Meanwhile, Tank did like 200 with old boy. That's crazy. And I and I know I I, I respect Idick, man. Idick says something like, yo, Keith did half of the uh, of the Crawford Porter numbers. So that's like 60, man. Homie did 60, came in at that 60. We got the axiom that says. Top rank ESPN sent the offer to Cam. The Zoma matchroom wallet tied up to save money for Canelo? They didn't work hard enough to get Haney the fight? Come on, man. Is you sirs? I just think that they was trying to get Haney everything he deserved to get. And now they got Bob and Loma, you know, fucking up the, the, the market. You know how it is. You know how it is. Listen, I lost a very good offer on my house because I was trying to hold out for what I expected, what I believe I should get. You know what I'm saying? And uh, fuck, I lost a good offer. I mean, eventually I got more than what I wanted. <laughs> but I lost a very good offer. So when the market is, you know, when you got when you got different options, you got different options. Listen, Cambosis ain't even accepted yet. He's still trying to see what, what what Golden Boy and Eddie could put together. He's in he's in a power position, man. And it, and the only reason he got in the power position is because Top Rank and Loma. So he's leveraging that offer against the others. If no one would have gave him an offer, he would have been in a position to be to answer each reporter like yo what you gonna do what's your next move and then he he would have been on social media like man I, my, my, my promoter I won the belts three months ago and my promoter hasn't said what we gonna do but someone already submitted an offer because someone won a shot at them belts but it puts us the fight fans in a good place because it forces him to be in the ring sooner rather than later I mean the if he takes the Loma deal, that he's he's penciled in for June. And I'm sure if he takes the 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 Haney deal, he's got to fight in April. Didn't Bill tell us they had a date in April? So this is good for us. It's just some of us as boxing fans don't like to follow the news every day. They get frustrated. This guy wants this, this guy wants that. He turned down. So they get bitter and disinterested. Some of us, degenerate boxing fans, we need this. We need to know every single thing that's happening every single day. And then, boom, 
the fight is there. For us, this is better. Because, again, this will be, what, April 27th or April, end of April on the zone if it's with Haney, and June 5th if it's with Loma on ESPN. So, for us, this news is great news. For Haney, this is bad news. Now he's forced to take less money. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get Bill on right now. Like, yo, he was supposed to be in studio the other day. I thought he was really going to come through on Super Bowl Sunday, but I thought wrong. It's all good, man. He's still he's still a guest of the year. Guest of the year. Uh, we got the Axiom. We just read that. We got Contrell in Phoenix. What up? He says, why fight Loma? What can he offer you? Bigger payday is with Undisputed. You beat Haney, you're the guy. It's no benefits in Loma. But that's according to you. See, Michael Coppinger's ESPN, who happens to write for ESPN, ESPN, who happens to be the broadcaster for Lomachenko, says that this fight with Loma would be for Undisputed. <laughs> so you know how that goes. Listen, if you're on Blog Talk, you got to press 1. Then I know you want to talk and have some fun, all right? Let me know. Let me know. I see big Supermax out there. I see my man hawking them down out there. I see a few of y'all out there. I think that's even... Is that? Is that? I don't know if that's the video over there. I don't think so. But, yes. Don't forget, once again, we will be streaming right here Friday, February 25th. Live fights from Mexico. The fight card is called War Ready. War Ready. And uh, yes, you'll be able to see those right here on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice on Friday. You don't got to do anything at all, but just come and watch it. You can watch it live or you can watch it on the playback. Um, these are the gentlemen that'll be on the card. It'll be Guerrero versus Eric Gamboa. You're, you got Daniel Soto versus Leonardo uh, Mosqueda. And obviously, we'll be featuring Arbelto Mora. These fights will equally be shown in Mexico on ESPN Knockout and right here in America on the Boxing Voice. Dot com forward slash you know youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice all right let me get to hawk in maryland what's up don't forget february 25th right here on this same youtube channel absolutely free hawk what up yo what's up hey that's what i what to do my brother another day another podcast my friend Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, a couple things, man. I want to say Bill Haney, Bill Haney, Bill Haney. Give him three salutes so he can come on and explain some of this because yes, it's sir. crazy. They're trying to real. Yeah, they, I mean, they running over top of my man um, Haney because uh, why was it so important when Canelo, I like Canelo, not, no offense, but why was it so important for him to get the undisputed that they shot out the 40 mil for him? But Devin trying to get undisputed, and they trying to make him take like a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Why is undisputed not? And then WBC is helping make Devin Haney's belt uh, seem worthless because they keep hollering about this franchise belt, making him think he's already undisputed. So he's undisputed just in the eyes of the WBC, Cambosos. 
but they're talking like he's pure, like he's undisputed. And and um, as far as the WBC, which is making Devin Haney's belt seem not like it's important. But it's funny when Canelo went for the undisputed, it was the it was the whole talk of boxing yep. that we about to have another undisputed. Yeah, but Canelo's the face. But right of now they like killing. Yeah, but it's still undisputed at one thirty five. They just trying to, you know, what I mean, it's like they devaluing his belt. Like if if he won, he you know he would be undisputed. But they making it seem like it's it's man, it's I don't know, man. It's a play on the Haney's that's crazy, bro. Like I said, I don't. Th- they want them to be signed to somebody, but I don't get that because um, I don't believe Canelo signed to nobody, and I don't believe Cambosos is actually but Haney, got a Haney TV is, deal or nothing. Haney is with with, with Eddie, but he with Eddie as a partner. So if, like, think about this: what I'm saying, they looking at like Haney's getting three million dollars a fight, or a little more. With one belt, imagine how much money he would get if he had all four belts. I hear you, man. I just think they scared of that. Yeah, but it's, it's you know they're being done wrong. That's my call, and that's all right, all right, all right. Now, don't forget, right here on YouTube.com forward slash the boxing voice, we got a poll going that's now moved to 62% of the voting public believes that Devin Haney. And Cambosa should be next, especially since Haney is willing to take the same offer as Loma, which is and means that Haney would have to fight Cambosis in Australia, win or lose, rematch him in Australia. Also, the first deal or fight would be for the amount that Loma is accepting, who does not have a title crazy if you want to call in and you want to give us your opinion on this subject you know the number to call in is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one press one one time voice your opinion right here on the voice of the people hotline don't forget to add nestor gibbs on skype if you want to call from anywhere in the world absolutely free using the skype app which is uh the new hangout Check out the Skype app and hang out in the back call. Let me go to what looks like Contrell in Phoenix. What up? Good morning. That's you doing all right? I'm doing fine. And yourself? I'm good, man. I, I had to get you said Mike Carpenter called it. Just because Mike Carpenter called it undisputed don't make it undisputed. You get me? Yes. And I'm really mad at Mark Sullivan for, like, making this mess and not cleaning it up. I feel like the least Mark um, Sullivan can do is, like, make um, Haney the the interim champion. It's more money money for everybody in an undisputed fight, a real undisputed, not, like, these fake names. And I, I don't like that, man. It's messed up the sport of boxing. All right, all right. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So what would you want to see happen? I would want to see um, Devin. I would like to see Mark um, Suleiman make Devin Haney like the mandatory for the title. Like, he should be. Like, like, I don't see why Loma is even in the picture besides the fact he got a name. Well, that's the reason. Anytime you got a name and a broadcaster who's backing you, you 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 are a you're a commodity. 
true, but undisputed. Listen, when you do the first on the the first undisputed fight, gonna be so good, man. It's gonna be like Wild and Fury, like. That wasn't for Undisputed, but I get you. Contrell, let me get to some other callers. Um, I'm going out to Supermax. Where is... I, I'm supposed to be getting Marshall Kaufman on, which I hope does make it. In the meantime, we're going out to... Boxingbiz.com. Boloki, you are next, my friend. Por eso lo vuelvo a repetir. La era del Canelo la mejor porque peleó con los mejores. La suerte es para los mediocres, my friend. Boxingboys.com. Yo, oh, what up, man? What up, what, what up, up, what up? Good morning, man. Yo, man, look, I, I get a lot of people, man. I'm a Haney fan. Uh, I, I'm good with whoever he chooses, man. At the end of the day, and you can't be mad at Cambosos, man. He, uh... He put himself in this position. He's got, you know, he went and took all the belts from Keo. And the designation of franchise, bro, I, if, if I'm Cambrosos, that's not my problem because if you look at his belt, his belt says WBC world champion, not WBC franchise champion. So does Devin Haney. So they're going to build it as whatever you want to build it. You know what I mean? If ESPN gets to fight, they'll build, they'll build it as undisputed. If if zone gets to fight, they'll build it as undisputed, man. So... Um, it sucks for Haney. I really do want him to get a shot, man. But if you're looking at it from Cambosos' standpoint, like you said, he's he's got the bargaining chips, man. He's got the power. Whoever, you know, made the biggest bag win, man. But uh, I, I know you'd rather see the Devin fight. I think if you ask me, I'd probably like to see Devin get his shot, man. But I, I don't know about you, but I'm good with either one. That's, uh, that's my thought. Yeah, I mean, Lomas put me in an unfortunate situation. I'm in a situation where I, I'm good with either fight now because I got to respect what I've been asking fighters to do since I started. And, and that is, bruh, take short money. Take short money and put yourself in position to get this fight and to get the bigger fight, to be the man. And he did it. He did it. He did it. <laughs> He did it, unfortunately, uh, for Devin, in my opinion. Uh, but we, we, we'll we see how that works out. It, it definitely is, is starting a bidding war. And if not, Devin, no, and, I mean, uh, uh, Loma will end up getting the fight. His side is signed, which is, again, for us as boxing fans, we know if Devin takes the deal, we're getting that April, end of April. If, if if Loma takes the deal, or rather if Cambosis takes Loma's deal, we get in that beginning of June, June 5th. We got C-Dub. What up? What up, what up, TVB? What up, Ness? What's good? Everything, everything. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, I just hate to see my people, man. And I know you keeping everybody still to the streets and everybody in tune with what's going on. It's just if you got the formula, man, Loma is the less risk. Devin is the most dangerous. I don't care. Devin could have said, man, I'll take the fight for $50,000. You're going to choose Loma oh, 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 because oh, oh. he's the one. <laughs> How is Loma <laughs> less risk? Okay, let me, let, me, let me explain. He lost twice. So he's shown that he know how to lose. You don't have a blueprint. When people got the blueprint, they, they I, think it's I, easy. I don't know. No I, I don't know. I don't know. You don't think that – I don't know. Come on, man. You think it's that easy to you beat see, Loma? 
I don't think it's that easy. I'm just saying people see a blueprint. And that's what I was explaining. Like, if people have a blueprint how to climb a mountain, they'll think it's But does that blueprint work for Cambosas? You don't think Cambosas, like, for Loma, you don't th- I mean, for Cambosas, you don't think that's a dangerous fight? Yeah, it's still a dangerous fight. It's still a, but it's, Brand, I mean, um, C-Dub, stick around. I got Marshall Kaufman on the line. Marshall, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you. I just want to introduce you to our listeners or anybody just tuning in. This is Marshall Kaufman, the promoter, owner, right, of uh, Kaufman's promote King's Promotion, excuse me? Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So you have a fantastic card coming up here, uh, triple header, and... Uh, one guy I'm particularly interested in is obviously Paul Crow, and I I believe this will be his second fight since his win to one of your other fighters, right? Uh, Michael Fox. Paul Crow never fought Michael Fox. No, no, no. But um, Santa Maria did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm saying when he beat Santa Maria, this is the last time he's had. This is his second fight since yes. Santa Maria. Yes. Sorry, that came Correct. out wrong. That's all right. <laughs> But yes, um, I, I had my coffee. I don't know if you had yours. I did, I did, I did, <laughs> but it, that didn't help me at all. Obviously, no, it's all good. But tell us about Paul Crow, man. I'm very so, interested in this welterweight. I wish his progression would be going a little bit faster, and that's kind of why I'm getting you on to have a win over Santa well, Maria, who now Santa Maria is ranked in the WBC at number yeah, twelve. That's right. Imagine where it puts uh, Paul, Paul at. You know, they had that win over Santa Maria. The, uh, you know, just as far as his uh, his ability, Paul's got a lot of ability. He's a, a, an Olympian, of course, that uh, ran into some uh, legal troubles while he was on the team um, and which uh, sidetracked him. Uh, but Paul has Paul's a phenomenal talent, but he's in a tough fight with Marquise Taylor. You know, it's not it's not a walk in the park. Uh, Marquise Taylor also fought Santa Maria and had a draw with him. <clears throat> and so it was, uh, it was a heck of a fight, you know? So it's amazing. And, you know, styles make fights. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a barn burner. I mean, I think this is the best fight on the card. You know, I really do. And, uh, Paul has the ability. And I, I think, you know, Paul went through some, some managerial problems, uh, prior to this. And that's why his layoff was a little longer. And, uh, but, uh, Paul and I just worked out a deal and I'm, I'm promoting Paul now. And so I'm looking forward to, uh, what the future brings for Paul. So what manager did he have and who's he working with now? He's working with me now. Okay. Uh, prior to, prior to this, he was, yeah, I'm his promoter now. But you said he had managerial issues. But not, not, it wasn't that it was a problem. It was just that his manager uh, couldn't land him a significant fight. Uh, and his manager is a well-known manager and, and, and does extremely well. And uh, it just it was just timing, I think. I think there was a number of things that took place. I really so don't know all the details. Who's but the manager? Yeah, Keith Connolly was the manager. Oh, wow. He was you know, and Keith, and, Yeah, and Keith, and Keith does a heck of a job. You know, he Keith does. has... You know, a number of a number of great fighters, and uh, it's just that it just I think it was timing. Nothing against Keith. It was just I think it was timing. That's all. Mm. You know, like I said, Keith. But Keith was a, a a man of his word, and just told him he'll release him since he couldn't provide the the proper fights for him. You know, and so I think that was uh, that was big on Keith, even though you know he had some money tied up in Paul and whatnot. So 
Uh, but you know, uh, but Paul's Paul's ready to get back in the ring, and I'm looking forward to a great fight uh, on Friday evening. Now, where what what would be your three fight plan for Paul? Can he get past this uh, Marquise Taylor fight? Where where do you envision that you can take him? Because I'm looking at it like he's beat Santa Maria, and I'm pretty sure he has a really close relationship with Ennis, right? So those are like two fights that are off the table already. Correct, correct. The uh, my my vision, of course, I'll, I'll, I'll speak with Al Heyman uh, after Friday night, and uh, just to see, you know, I, I work closely with TBC, of course, uh, but the uh, uh, and see what we have plans, you know, what what we can put together for Paul. You know, I, I like the fight um, uh, with uh, Sanyonis as well. Oh, you know? okay. Uh, I, I think I think I think Paul has that type of ability. And I think he beats San Jonas. I really do. I, I've seen personally, you know, I used to promote Marquise Taylor as well. And so uh, and Marquise is, uh, I've seen Marquise beat the crap out of San Jonas in the gym. You know, so it's uh, I, it's a fight that I like to see Paul in. Uh, and then, of course, I got Michael Fox, who's also in line to fight uh, San Jonas. So, so the welterweight division is wide open. Not to bounce all over, but uh, since you brought up Fox... Nothing's ever come of the horrible Maestra decision? Nothing at all. We pretty much got screwed on that event. We just It was just a, a bad decision. It was a bad decision. It was a bad situation, uh, how they handled it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of like spilled milk and you have to move on. Unfortunately, only in boxing this happens. Mm. Now, why hasn't he been able to capitalize off that momentum? I mean... Once that happened, the world kind of reacted. They they felt it was a robbery. It would have been good to get him right back in the ring. Kind of like when Tevin Farmer had that bad decision on HBO and he was able to get right back in the ring. They did the right thing. Correct, correct. So what had happened, we were in line to fight St. Jonas. And then after the situation happened with Ugas, the WBA made St. Jonas the mandatory for Ugas. Mm-hmm. So then they, I don't know whether there was money paid for step aside money or whatever the case was. Uh, but now Ugas is fighting Earl Spence, of course, and San Jonas is open again. So it looks like as though Michael Fox is going to be fighting San Jonas. So I, I just don't have a solid date on that yet. I thought I seen Michael Coppinger reporting that Stanonius was supposed to be fighting Batiev on the undercard. Is that not final? They talked about it, but it's not final. Oh, am I pronouncing it? I know I'm butchering it. That's what I do best around here is butcher last name. No, no, no. You're doing a lot better than I would. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, real quick, another uh, jumping all around. We're going to make this interesting. Shout out to your son. And what did you think of him getting the tattoo of your face? I just seen it last night, so I'm still in awe of it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. so, I, I told him I think he's crazy. So you had no clue? For doing that. I had no clue. Oh, <laughs> he wow. just sent me a picture last night. Crazy. You know, so I told him I thought he I thought he was crazy. I mean, I appreciate the love and, and whatnot, but I just thought he was crazy. And you know? do you think it, it, it resembles you? How do you think the artist did? I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. It's a little dark and, and whatnot as uh, made my cheekbones look dark and whatnot, but they could put a little bit more hair on my head. <laughs> but yeah. overall it's not it's it's not bad. I'm not I'm not one into tattoos, so 
to get me to uh, make a comment on tattoos or or uh, not not my my place. You you did well with your son. He got some pretty big name fights, man. Yeah, no. Well, look, you know, it's 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 all about hard work. You know, I I came up uh, to hard in the school of hard knocks. You know, starting with guys like Bobby Heath and. Uh, went on to uh, move on to bigger things with Kermit Cintron, and then you know trained the likes of Hasim Rockman and and uh, Rob Calloway, and I turned their careers around. Uh, so it's just a matter of putting in the hard work, you know, and, and networking with the right people. And uh, then in 2014, when I uh, started doing shows with Al Heyman on PBC, uh, things just uh, things just skyrocketed then, you know, and it made life. Uh, uh, a lot better for uh, from a promotional standpoint. Absolutely, man. Everybody needs help, but I want that story, man. I want that story, Marshall. How did you connect with Al Heyman in the PBC? Um, because obviously there was a lot of people to choose from. Lou DeBella was a, a inside guy. You see, obviously Tom Brown is an inside guy, but you've become one of those go-to guys and your fighters are now getting a lot of opportunities because of your new relationship. Right. Well, well, originally in 2008, uh, 2008 or 2009, it was, I, I can't remember quite that far back, but Travis has signed uh, a managerial deal with Al Heyman. So we had, uh, Travis is one of 14 fighters at the time that Al Heyman had. And, uh, so Al only had like 14 fighters at the time. Chris Ariola was one. Travis was another one. Uh, Vernon Forrest, you know, got rest his soul. Uh, there was a number of fighters that, that Al had, but only a few of them. And uh, so we were fortunate to be one of them. And then Travis lost on his showbox card. <clears throat> and we sort of got a little distance after that when Travis suffered his first loss to Tony Grano. And, uh, and then uh, about two years later, uh, I mean, we stayed in touch and then just wasn't sure what Travis was doing, but I brought Travis back then and, and got him some fights. And then Al said, look, when he's ready, let's, let's do it. And first we put him back in and, and, uh, right back on board with Al again and just made things happen, you know? And so Al, the relationship with Al has been since 2008, probably, probably, yeah, about, yeah, 2008 it was. Well, that is, uh. That's interesting because it took a lot of years for you to develop the promotional relationship with him. Yeah, yeah. No, we started we started doing things together from a promotional standpoint in 2014. Yeah. You know, because that's when, that's when PBC developed in 2014 and they, uh, you know, got the money that they raised and whatnot and, and things just took off, you know. And then next thing you know, Al went from having 20 fighters to having, you know, 300 fighters. Yes, and sir. so it was, uh, it just, I mean, it's, and, and he's, he's the best in the business. And why would you say he's the best in the business? <clears throat> Most importantly, because of his, uh, integrity and his, his, his loyalty. Mm. And that's what I would say, you know, most importantly, you know, and he, and he gives guys opportunities when, when other, uh, promoters in the business, write People off after they have a few losses, Al still gives them opportunities. Look at, uh, Robert Guerrero. I mean, I mean, Zern guy's got like what five or six losses, and he's still getting great opportunities to make great money. Yeah. yeah. And ultimately, it comes down to it where not everybody's going to become a world champion, but if you can put other fighters in position to make great money and change their lives, 
that's really what it's all about. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, I mean, you know, they all they all they all dream of being a world champion someday, but when they uh, when they see that those those uh, dreams are, are sort of uh, not achievable anymore, then they uh, you know making money is, is is the next best thing. I mean, look at Chris Ariola. You know, I mean, it, it's you know Chris made a heck of a lot of money after my son Travis beat him. You know, and he's still you know got to fight against Wilder and got to fight against Ruiz, got to fight against Scott Mackey. You know, so there's great opportunities there, and Al makes that happen. Totally agree, man. So, uh, speaking yeah. of opportunities, uh, on the main event uh, is Mr. Ortiz, and he's getting another opportunity. Um, you know, his last outing, I don't know that it was a, t I, you know, well, I, I'm not saying that he didn't win. Maybe people thought he deserved the win over Joseph Adorno. Was it? Was it Joseph Adorno? Correct. Yeah. Correct. I thought. I thought he. I thought he won the fight. You know, uh, but they. Uh, it didn't go. It didn't go his way because of the knockdowns. I assume, but uh, but it's going to be a very interesting fight, main event. I mean, with Nair Albright and uh, and him, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And Nair Albright's been on a. Uh, a win streak and a, and a five knockout win streak on top of that. And I guess it shows that, that you believed in your fighter because I feel like I'm pretty sure top rank cut Ordorno after that fight. He's in... Uh, yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate yes, for that did. poor young guy. I, 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 do you know Correct. Adorno? Uh, did he fight on any of your cards? I do. I know. I've, I've known him. I've known. Yes, he did. I uh, figured because back. you're in I've that Philadelphia he, area and he, he was him being out of PA, so I figured. Yeah. So um, the fight with uh, Ortiz and Albright, man. Uh, what made you give Ortiz yeah. the main event slot over Crow? And again, I'm just a Crow fan, so I want to know. Uh, the, uh, what did I get? Oh, because it was just a more intriguing fight. It's something that, uh, Showbox wanted. Um, I was trying, you know, I love to put Crow in the main event, but that, his time will come. I'm just shocked that they're not capitalizing off that Santa Maria when being, being as those that Showtime, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, and Showbox is the same thing. So they, they can pull clips and all Correct. that goodness. But another Correct. guy you have. Correct. No. Another guy you have on this uh, co-feature uh, that we're familiar with in our community is Sean Hempfield, uh, and he's going to be taking on George. What can you tell us about that fight? I can tell you that Sean Hempfield pulled out. What? As of yesterday, yes. Breaking news? No way. Pulled Why? Out. What, he got injured? Yes. Said that he had a, uh, a broken rib. Oh, man. Isn't so he from, he like, New Orleans out. or something? Yes. Yeah. A couple of my community members talk about him a lot, man. We was finally going to get to see him uh, in action. And, and it was going to be it's going to be a very good fight. And uh, I thought he had the uh, opportunity because Joe George has been off for two years, you know, and had a broken hand, and it was a great opportunity for him. But my, my thinking is how do you uh, – Spar uh, have hard sparring the last uh, day of your sparring uh, when you're getting ready for a fight the following week. Damn, that's my question. Yeah. So, so who's the replacement? Have you found someone? Shit, you only got there's, two there's days. There's no replacement. Oh, so the cards no, there's off? no replacement. 
The fight's no, off? The, there's just a two fight, just two fight card on the Showtime, oh, on the Showbox man. card, which is Paul Crow and Marquise Taylor and uh, Jermaine Ortiz and uh, Now You're Albright. Yeah, that's yeah. Showbox just wanted to go with that. I was trying to find a last minute replacement, but you know, in today's world, it's hard to find somebody uh, at the last minute on on the budget that Showbox gives you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Man. and also that you know, you call guys at that weight class, and you know, for there, there's a certain criteria they have to be, you know, with only like one loss or something of that sort. You know, so there's a number of things that went into place with that, and they just they said it was better just to cut the fight than than uh, than not do it than than oh, to try wait, to find a replacement at the last minute. That's interesting. So they're making you have, they're making you find fighters with certain records. Well, yeah, that's 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 Showbox criteria. You know, they 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 their their model is having undefeated fighters fight undefeated fighters, um, or somebody with one or two losses tops. Hmm. You know, and that's just because it's about building prospects up. Okay. Okay. So, what is that budget like to make? A I can't. I can't event? reveal that. I mean, I, I mean, can't. On, I cannot I mean, reveal a, that. I mean, on a per fight basis, like. Like what, you know, a roundabout is it a is it a twenty five thousand dollar budget that needs to be split in, into two fighters per fight? I really can't. I really can't reveal that. You know, some of <laughs> this you're pushing. You're getting close to it, but I some can't of this tell information you that. is needed, right? Because you got these right now. Look at Ryan Garcia. He's going through his mental health issues. Luckily, he's gone past that, and he's announced a fight. But like, they're taking breaks early in their career. You talked about Chris Ariola. Well, Dominic Brazil deleted his Instagram after the Wilder loss. Like, social media is tough on these guys. But if the world understood, oh, a little, if the world understood a little bit but, more about the business and and why certain fights don't get made because of budgets, they probably wouldn't be so hard on them. But I'm not going to put you in an awkward position. We can definitely uh, keep it moving. I know that you have a... Let me see if I can find him on your Instagram. I was going through it. Yes, Steven Torres. Is he still with you and what's going on? Steven Torres just had a draw on New Year's Day and uh, just looking to... Uh, make a rematch with that same fight that he fought uh, against the other undefeated kid uh, who was 4-0, and and we're looking to do that rematch uh, sometime shortly in a six-round fight instead of a four-round fight. Okay. So who else should we be putting the world on notice for? Uh, put the world on notice for a young kid by the name of Quadir Albright, who was the cousin of Nair Albright, uh, who is six foot one, 140 pounds. Uh, and punches uh, extremely well. And then uh, also a young kid named Julian Gonzalez, who's 130 pounds, who's 5-0 and with five KOs. Uh, these are young guys coming up. I have a number of guys, and I have a huge uh, signing. What division uh, is Julian in? Mention. 130. Oh, 130. Nice. Isn't Bumgarner your fighter as well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she just won the world championship. Yeah, she did. She did. And she's still yeah. still years, with you? Years you it's a co-promotion yes. with you and Matchroom? I have I have a co-promotion with uh, Matchroom and myself. Shout out to you. Because man. we had we had signed we had signed options after she beat uh Terry Harper. So we did uh we did a four fight deal. Nice. Congrats. Yeah, and then the uh yeah, and years ago I never thought I'd be involved in women's boxing. Now I have I'm working with uh two world champions and 
I have another one who's a silver champion, and <laughs> so it's it's amazing. I have Marlena Sparza that I, that I advise as well. Wow, who's a who's a hundred and twelve pound world champion? Are we ever going to see that rematch with Sinesia? Most definitely, most definitely. On the zone. Yes. This year. Uh, twenty twenty two would be towards the end of twenty twenty two would be ideal. We have we have a title defense that we have to fight March nineteenth though, against a girl from Japan. Is the plan ever to fight uh to, for for Bumgarner to get like a Taylor or a Serrano? You think that can happen? <clears throat> well, first we want to uh, go after the number one, the mandatory, uh, who's the number one girl from uh, Sweden, and uh, and uh, defend. Uh, to fight her mandatory first, and then we want to go after Chu, the girl from, uh, I want to say she's from uh, China or Japan, one of the two. Um, and then we like to do a unification uh, fight and uh, with uh, Michaela Mayer. All right. That's the fight that we like to make happen. All right. So, I mean, is the, but, but is like Taylor and Serrano the future? Is because Aren't those of course, bigger fights? Of course, they're all, they're only five pounds away. They're they're fighting at one thirty five, you know, and Alicia fights at one thirty. But Alicia has the uh, the equalizer and the power and the punching power. Yes, sir. You know, so that's definitely a fight that's that's uh, down the road without a doubt. Now I'm just wondering if you know. Uh... Maybe she wants to go in that direction, as being as though it's just been announced that they're fighting in a seven-figure fight, right? For women, that's that's historic. Right. Yeah. No. That's 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 huge. But and the reason why that's happening is because that's what uh, that's what uh, Katie Taylor brings to the table. You know. So you don't think the Jake Paul MVP connection had anything to do with it? Uh. Very, I mean, somewhat, but it was more so Katie Taylor. Katie Taylor is the Canelo Alvarez of women's boxing. Mm. All right. Well, Marshall, I want to thank you, obviously, uh, for, for joining us. Uh, we do appreciate you giving us your time, and we would look to get you back on a little more uh, frequently to stay updated on all your fighters and, uh, and everything that you got going on. You got it, my man. I appreciate it. Appreciate All right, have you. a blessed day. You too, thank you. Yep, you got it. All right, yep, bye. bye. There you go. Uh, let's see, we're going to go out to C-Dub. You still there? Yes, you are. Shout out to you. Sticking around. Let's go. C-Dub. C-Dub. All right, we're going out to Supermax Counterpunch. Yeah, hey, what up, man? Uh, what up? Good interview, first off. Um, another thing, man, I don't think we can really be mad at, at Cambosos, man. I know everybody's like, oh, he's ducking Haney. Eloma's the easier fight, which I think that's kind of crazy. Who do you know? He just fought Teofimo Lopez is going, and is going right into Devin Haney or Lomachenko. I mean, those are – I think he's still the underdog in both of those fights if you look at the betting odds. So I don't think we can be mad at Cambosos because – Nobody's doing it like that. Nobody's fighting just killer after killer back to back. And and uh, like I said, I don't think he's the favorite in the Loma or the Devin Haney fight. So I don't think 
you know, for the people mad at, at Cam Muscles, man, you just can't be. No, no, name me another fighter that's going to take that back-to-back schedule after just picking up all four belts. He could have took a, a easy uh, victory lap at home, but he's taking on a killer. So we got to give him some credit for that. But that's my counterpunch. All right. Yeah, man. You know, I didn't think of it from that perspective. You do got to give Cambosa's credit as well. That's what I'm saying. This is a very unfortunate situation, man, because, you know, either way you look, as a fight fan, you're forced to say, okay. Uh, let me see here. Let me get to, I got Bill Haney trying to join us. So once he does, you know, we'll cut back to any caller. But in the meantime, uh, Vega, going to you one more time. I did go to you earlier. Are you available? If not, we're going to move on to No Vega. All right. Hello, ladies. Anybody that knows me, know I've been a player, whether it was in Alabama, Ohio, or anywhere around the globe. TheBoxingBoys.com. I've been smashing Telly Swifts, man. I didn't have to become a millionaire to get that caliber of woman. One of the people's choices, one of the fan favorites, a guy that can galvanize this crowd such as myself. He's too ugly to be the world champ. The world champ should be pretty like me. The AJ of trucking. Yep, Brandon in Cincinnati. Yo, Ness, what up, bro? What up? Hey, shout out to Supermax, man. Spoken like a, a real logical-minded boxing fan. Listen. I want Devin Haney to get his shot just as much as anybody. But I'm not going to let people sit here and say him fighting Lomachenko as his first defense is, is ducking. When when I looked over some um, first title defenses of some of your favorite fighters, you had Tank, his first defense was against Liam Walsh. Jamal Charlo's first title defense was Wilkie Comfort. Wilder's first title defense was Eric Molina. Mike Lee for Caleb Plant. Carlos Acampos for Earl Spence. None of y'all was bitching and complaining and wanted them to go into these huge fights first defense. But we gonna complain that Cambrosos is Ocampos, why, why, why you slide Ocampos in there? What's Crawford's first defense? Because Ocampos was a Gamboa. mandatory. Gamboa. Gamboa. Okay. Better fighter. Ocampos was a mandatory. I just killed your argument. Gamboa was his first defense. Better fighter. Undefeated Gamboa at that guy people still fighting but that's my point um no i'm not gonna feel bad that he fights lomachenko as his first defense when your favorite fighters ain't fighting nowhere near a caliber fight of as a lomachenko none of them did so do i want Devin to get the fight yeah but if he fights lomachenko instead let's just be real lomachenko is a bigger name when he, if, if cambrose is retired today what what would be a bigger win a Devin haney win or a lomachenko win just being honest that's my call have a good day, sir. <laughs> Bill gonna kill you for that one. We going out to tenant hey, hey, James. <laughs> James is so funny. I'm glad you called because I rolled up the last two of them Tennessee grown, baby. 
James Payne is my name, partner, how about you? Standing on my property and I'm gonna see about you. If I come out on my porch, I see you chilling in your wheel. Boy, I hope you know somebody better be waiting on the bitch. James Payne, baby, see me pissing on the post. If we're playing basketball, you might see me in the post. Yo, FYI, Brandon, it was Lamont Peterson, not Ocampos, you hater, which is a better win than Gamboa. Yo, Ness, can you hear me? Yo, what up, champ? Yo, what's poppin', man? Sorry about all the wind in the background noise. We're gonna go on get into this call because you already know what I'm out here doing, man. You know, shout out to all the blue collar workers in the world, man. They get it out, get it out the mud, get it how they live, man. Y'all know what it is, man. It's me, it's me. Checking in from the great state of Tennessee. It's your boy James, P-A-Y-N-E, the best part of waking up. Y'all know the slogan from the 80s, TBV in my mm-mm cup. And shout out to the TBV alumni made that slogan world famous. Yo, we got some good talk going. Man, Devin Haney, man, I'm so sorry for all of the difficulties that you have in, in this uh, this boxing game, man. These guys don't want to make these fights happen, these great fights that the fans want to see, the consumers, the real power in boxing, not no alphabet organization, not no executive in a boardroom, not even these promoters who contractually obligate these people to get on these airwaves and to get in these rings after the fights and and shot them out like they the best thing smoking but they all they doing is feeding fuel to the propaganda machine so shout out to the people out there that's really trying to make the fights happen really trying to be great really trying to establish themselves and defend world championships that they earn regardless of what people want to say about emails and paperwork and all of it they earn they fought everybody that, that, that was able to get in the ring with them but I can't be mad at Loma. He got a bigger machine. He got a bigger promotional vehicle. So he's getting the opportunities that he wants, even though he's taking two losses that we all saw. But they're trying to screw up this shit off the Internet. And uh, it was another point. I was going, oh, yeah, I want to give a special thanks to the TBV community, man, especially Stonebone, uh, Brandon Lenz, a few other guys, man. We had a very, very uh, inf- informative uh, conversation yesterday, even Adrian Rowe and yeah, man, it, it was several guys. Coach J. Mac, we had a very informative conversation yesterday in the back chat. So the back chat community, man, is is contributing to me to me becoming a better, more well-rounded, more educated boxing fan and a, a promoter at that, man. Shout out to you, Ness Heyman. I'm 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 glad that that Tennessee special worked out for you and is getting you right, even out there in Vegas, even out there in Florida, no matter where you at, man. And shout out to the community out there. This is the illest, trillest, dopest boxing podcast in the galaxy. If you don't know where you're at astrologically, hey, yo, that's the third rock from the sun, man. Hit that thumbs up button because I was looking at them YouTube numbers and the, the viewership don't match them thumbs up, people. Go ahead and make the plunge. The water's just fine. So go ahead and make that commitment. Hit that thumbs up this each every episode of the Boxing Voice. Hit that subscribe button while you edit. Go ahead and be a member or a Patreon. Get be- get deeper into this community, man, because this is the dopest fucking community talking this boxing talk. And, and we'll, you can't keep fooling us, man. 
Y'all want to downgrade Devin Haney, the pride champion? Man, he ain't gay, man. Hey, he a real champion, man. He been defending that belt with pride, representing the WBC proudly, man. So y'all get that man his respect. This is James, P-A-Y-N-E, Mr. Lethal himself, getting ready to check out, get back out here and get this blue-collar dollar. You know how we do it. Shout out to you, Ness. I'm saving my duckies, baby. I'm kicking the dough in in Vegas. That's my call. I'm back out there. <clears throat> I'm back out there on the 23rd or the 24th. Definitely catch me there Friday on the 25th doing a live fight chat that you can watch the live fights right here on TBV's YouTube channel. You ain't got to go nowhere. You can see live fights and watch NES GTO call them for you live. You know what I'm saying? So check them out right here. We're going to be having um, War Tested. This will be live streamed on ESPN Knockout in Mexico. And right here, we are their U.S. Distributor, us and Fight Stars. So two YouTube channels will have it, and we are one. I know my community is strong. We like boxing, so it'll be amazing for you guys to be here live when we call this so that we can actually include you in our broadcast and live chat. So, you know, the, the, the great chats will be uh, brought up on the live telecast, you know. So we are uh, looking forward to watching these fights with you guys right here absolutely free on Friday, February 25th, I'll be live in studio with Daniel Alvarez, and uh, you guys can be anywhere in the world watching this from YouTube. Uh, we're scheduled to have Bill Haney on the show, hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, in the meantime, we're going out to... Yo, TBV, what's good? What up, A-Side Stainless? See how that worked? Yeah, yeah, man. You know, it feel good to be the A-Side. You know what I'm saying? I can come on here and not even know what the conversation is and just have a good time. If I'm being real, though, man, I... Look, man, everybody on here, y'all got some great, some wild intros, man, but that stainless intro get me every time, man. It's, it's, it just take me back, man. So shout out to you for inspiring me to do that more. Uh, but what's the topic, though, man? Uh, obviously, uh, Vasil Lomachenko has now signed his side of the agreement, uh, and he has agreed to Cambosis' terms, which are ESPN to stream this fight June 5th out of the Marvel Studios Arena, and uh, it be a two-fight deal where if... You know, even if Loma wins, he's got to fight Cambosis again in Australia. Uh, and then, you know, he's taking short money, less money than Haney. So, yeah, he's given uh, he's given Cambosis the sweetest deal known to man. Wow, man. Well, we all said that that side stuff was going to come. And that's unfortunate for Devin Haney, man. It's still been trying for too long. 
to just be undisputed. But uh, it's not that surprising, man. That's that's the way of boxing. It's still a good fight, man. You know, I, I'll be excited to see it. We we get a another unification, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the lightweight division. So if Cambosis pulls off a win against Lomachenko, if he ain't on the pound for pound, I'm def- I'm sure that will put him up there. Um, but we need to stop juggling these belts around Devin Haney, man. That's I I don't even want to speak fear. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just a guy that that's that's kept going there. At this point, if if you want to keep challenging for unification, but you don't want to challenge for undisputed, then is it really about legacy, or are you just lying and you you want that money? But man, the saddest part, your boy got to get back to work. So as I always say, please make sure you push that thumbs up. Share this and every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TVV for life. If you ain't on Patreon, that's because you're stupid. Peace. All right. Uh, looks like we got a new caller in North Carolina. Who's this? Yo, this is Sosa, man. What's good, everybody? Sosa? Yeah, Sosa Smith, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Sosa Smith. What up, champ? See, not much chilling, fam. You know, I was sitting there listening to the other caller. You know, I've been listening for a while, but, you know, I ain't never did that call in, you know, but I was like, hell, might as well. Some of these boxing pundits, though, they laughable, man. They laughable. Like this man said, like that one caller, he's sitting there saying, what other killer has fought another killer right after he did this? First off, it goes about being a man of your word. That man sat there and shook Bill Haney's hand. He shook Devin Haney's hand and said, after you win, after I take these from Timo, we're going to do this next. I mean, as a man, that's all we can stand by in this world. Like uh, like, like Tony Montana said, you got your word of your balls, man. And he don't break down for nothing, neither. That man got them belts. And then he started seeing how sweet the life was. And he didn't want to give up them belts. He know he can't beat nobody else. Like, he lucked up and got a belt. Like, a person left up and catch a body, he lucked up and caught them belts. Because if he would have got Teofimo, I'm not a Teofimo fan. But if Teofimo would have took that fight seriously, he would have washed that man. And he knows Devin's going to wash him. And that man was talking about Spence did Ocampo. When Spence won his belt, as soon as he won his belt, he tried to immediately go into a fight with Keith Thurman. He was trying to go killer after killer. He was going for the undisputed right then. But Keith Thurman kept shucking and jiving him. So don't bring that up because that man was going, he was calling Keith out for like four or five years. That's why he won't give Keith a chance now. You know what I'm saying? So the greats want to fight the greats. Cambosis know he can't beat Devin. He, don't, he ain't even sure he can beat Loma. That's why he wanted a two-fight deal. So if he lose, he got to lose back-to-back. He figured he can probably get one out of the two. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't got faith in themselves, man. And they trying to stay away from the boogeyman. And what they going to do when Shakur come up there? That man got a machine behind him, too. You can't duck him. Well, my friend, great call, man. It's been a, it took you a while to call, but it was worth it. Hope you continue to call in North Carolina. Stand up. That came out all right. North Carolina. North Carolina. Stand up. You got yourselves a real boxing fan in the building. C-Dub, did I ever finish your call or what? No, you didn't, man. But I heard you when you came back. I had just left. I had just left to go get some to drink. Kiss me a little bit and shit. 
But uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming back, man. That's that's true. That's true, right there, man. You're real. So uh, yeah, man, I just you know the the blueprint, but and the weaknesses, but it's also the prestigious. Like it's it's the prestigious factor in the formula. If Loma, if you lose to Loma, it look better than losing to Devin. You know, Devin only got one belt. Devin the prodigy, but Loma has to in people's eyes. You know, he got he multi division champion, multi belt. All of that, all the accolades, they even erase some of his losses. <laughs> so it's a better loss, too. So it ain't only just Loma has showed that he know how to lose. It's also he the most prestigious. So Devin won't get it, man. He just, it's just not in the cards for him. <laughs> and it's, it's sad because it should. And since they're saying he's the real undisputed and shit, but because he's not. Because De- Devin and Charlo got the real WBC belts. Yeah. You know, so that's it, man. Appreciate you coming back, though, man. I sent you a little song on the cash app. To check I it t- out, you know. I just seen it, man. So if you want another call, you got it. Appreciate it. Keep it in the tuck. Let me know in the chat. Um, looks like Bill Haney has joined us. What is up? What's up? What's up, Ness? What's going Shout on? Good morning. Good morning. Boys. Shout out to the boxing voice, man. You know, uh, everyone uh, in, the, in, the, in the chat, you know, everyone worldwide that uh, views you and what you do for us in the morning and your attempt to give it, you know, give it the real and the raw, you know, and however you like it, you know what I mean? You serve it every morning, so we appreciate you. Nah, man, we appreciate you jumping on. My producer's going to kill me because uh, we didn't do this. You're going to see it on MGM Grand. Only one will stand. And Bill Haney, William E. Haney, come with that fight plan. They didn't think some niggas out of Oakland was going to push up on their ass. You did? Theboxingvoice.com. Well, tell the truth and shame the devil that Devin is a bad motherfucker. WBC, the lightweight the Come get the real belts, not the front. This ain't franchise shit. That boy's good. Bill Haney, say his name three times, pop up like candy, man. When you talk about this, you talk about one of the best fighters in boxing. SDS promotions. Properly introduced now. My my apologies. Absolutely, absolutely. It's all respect. Hey, uh. But let's get but into you know, it, man. You well, you know no, what well, the people no want to hear no, from you. Well, ain't no other time to to hear it. You know, and uh, you know, I consider myself as a credible source, uh, being that. I represent the Haney uh, family and the brand. And, uh, you know, ain't no ducking and dodging, no hiding, no hiding behind, no publicists, no, you know, um, tweeting, no nothing. You know what I mean? I'm here for it. And I'm telling you that we've done everything possible and have offered our service in every way possible to George Cambosos. We bring everything to the table to make two undefeated fighters young in their prime with no excuses, no blueprints to losses, no none of that. When you talk about uh, Lomachenko, I say that you talk about a, a, a great fighter in Lomachenko, a fighter that's, uh, that's he's, he stood the test of time in terms of the, uh, the time that he's been around. He hasn't fought a whole lot of fights but he's a 33-year-old fighter. Devin is 23. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So 
But when you talk about just fairness, just fairness alone, a line, a line that we consider to be a credible line to a world championship or let alone undisputed in history. When you talk about that, then you talk about there's no other fight other to be made other than George Cambosos and Devin Haney. When you talk about the money that can be provided, it's a handsome ransom to any fighter of this day and age and at the at the stage of, of, of all those guys in their careers. Um, it's just no reason for it not to happen. We can't make an excuse that Loma is uh, a better fighter or a bigger name or because when you talk about bigger name in Australia, what did you need the name for if you said that you were going to sell, sell out the place? Mm-hmm. You said you were going home and it was going to be a place that you're selling out. Now you're saying that it's June 5th, the first day of winter in Australia in an open stadium. Makes no sense. We said that we were, we was ready. They fought at the same time. We fought, I think, a month behind. He came in and he scouted the fight. We've been ready. He's been working out. We've been working out, right? There's no excuse. You know, all this time that you're buying to take a look at other fighters and all that. Let's go on the word that George Cambosos made to Devin himself before the fight as fighters, as young fighters, right? Loma fought and lost to Orlando Salido. Was Orlando Salido, was he an old fighter? Was he a young fighter? What was the excuse that when he lost to Orlando Salido? The excuse was that uh, he wasn't expecting or used to the pros and, and, and Salido's dirtiness. Okay, so Salido was considered an old veteran, right? Mm-hmm. He lost to him. Ironically, right? When Devin fought the old veteran, Devin beat the shit out of him, and he was considered old, and that was Linares, right? I mean, but, but that's two different style of fights, though. Okay, but so so which one is more accomplished, Linares or Salido? Yeah, but Salido probably more accomplished because of the win. None of Linares' wins are as big as that Vasil win. None. None. Wait, wait, so wait, wait, wait. So, so, so wait, wait. Salido, so, yo, and, 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 and so do you on, remember the Salido Garcia fight? Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Salido so Garcia. That so, so you beat. So, if you beat a medalist, you beat any medalist, right? You beat a medalist, right? Not a pro, because I, how much experience as a pro did he have? It, it don't matter, Bill. It's, I'm, I just, it's, no, listen, I'm just listen. telling you. Why, it, why? My no, no, opinion. Hold on, hold on, my opinion is. If I'm gonna come on here and ask, if I'm gonna come on here right, and answer my bad, questions, my bad. If I answer questions. And I ask a question, I expect an answer just like we expect an answer from me. We don't expect Bill Haney to say, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'm saying, and, and give me a second, give me a second. What, what, I'm, what I'm getting to is, is whether it was time to beat a young fighter, a hungry fighter in their prime in a Jojo Diaz, whether it was to beat an old fighter in Jorge Linares, who poses things, and it doesn't have to be dirtiness, it doesn't have to be none of that, right? But a veteran, I'm saying is that Devin answered the questions. There's no other question. We've been in the ring 27 times. We have 
an extensive enough marketing um, um, where they where you pull clips from fights, where you pull shit, where you have an extensive library, right? To market the, a great fight with anybody. The the thing where you're throwing Devin to the side or pushing him, pushing Lomachenko ahead of the line is preposterous, my man. It makes no sense. Listen, when you already lose to the guy that he just beat, and then to say, well, that's the fight against another undefeated fighter that you, him himself, uh, in Cambosos, is not the favorite. You, you know what I'm saying? To say, okay, well, I'd rather pick him. I'd rather pick this guy because of what? The reason why you went to Australia for a bigger name it's because uh, I mean, you went to Australia because you said you you were the name you you are the name there. You didn't go there because you said you needed help. Well, I mean, I think that you said that you know there shouldn't be any questions. The question is that Cambosos and Lou DeBella keep raising that Devin Haney wants too much money. Devin Haney, listen. Devin Haney will take less than Vasil Lomachenko. We'll accept less of everything well, than Vasil Lomachenko. Be careful now, because listen, your son already listen, said that no, he he take the he'll take the same deal as Loma. You, you might no, not, well, well, listen, listen. You, you listen, don't need to say less. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, we'll take the deal that that deal, and I'll give him some money. And I'll give him some money out of, I'll pay him some money. Yeah, because I know what the people, the people want to pay, right? I'm part of the, I'm part of the people. I'll pay. And I'm not talking about small money. So now, it, now, now it comes down to not only is he going to get the deal with Loma, the same deal, he's going to get more. Hmm. He's so, going to get more. Now, wait a minute. This is Devin Haney Promotions. I'm representing, I'm Bill Haney. I'm representing Devin Haney Promotions. And I'm saying on the behalf of us, we'll pay more. So you're going to cut Cambosis a separate check? Absolutely. Hmm. Do you feel... I mean, I mean, listen, listen. I mean, we got it. But let me ask you, do you feel that I you... Mean, we, well, listen, but, but hold on. Before we go any further, we got it. It ain't, it ain't no, you, you, and I told you, I said, when you got a chance to hear, we're not ducking, dodging, running. We're not tweeting. We're not doing none of that, right? I'm here. I'm representing. I'm on TBV. And I'm telling you, we got it. And, and, and by all means, let's not stop ever looking at us. Is it something else that you need? Please come talk to us. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That's how serious about this fight that we are. You know, well, Coppinger is reporting that Loma. I don't know what I don't know what Coppinger no, is reporting. I'm telling you what Bill Haney. Is I, I know. I just want you to know. No, but, he, I'm, but listen, let's reiterate to the boxing voice and to the people what Bill Haney is saying, and what I'm going to let you then ask me, and not use Twitter, not use what uh, uh, third party people are saying in terms of a Coppinger or a Benson or that. Come on, man. Come on, live with this shit. Because that's what's happening with this shit nowadays. Uh, promoting these fights, right? And making these fights happen. 
Remember, remember, man, you came on live with uh, what, what what's Fortuna's guy name? Samson. Samson. Oh yeah. yeah. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sam Samson's hot in these streets. You seen that? Oh, ain't no doubt. Hey, shout out to <laughs> Samson and what and the wonderful job that he's doing, right? And 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 Samson got a bar. He got a good bar of me and what's happening with me. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm seeing him out here and he working and he in, the, in these streets. And that's what a promoter is, is supposed to do. I called him on it and I said that. I said, Samson, listen, you got to you, you, you got to get out here and you got to you, you got to make sure that it happens for your fighter. We can't we can't allow um, voices like uh, Coppinger, Benson, Dan Raphael, uh, we can't allow those voices to be the voice of Devin Haney promotions and Bill Haney and what we stand for and what we represent 15, 16, 17 years in the gym, sweaty gyms everywhere, sparring, fighting everybody internationally as an amateur, uh, whether it been the Ukraine, Dominican Republic, whatever. Um, listen, man, are you, you think that Coppinger represents what the fuck we saying? We'll do everything to make this motherfucking fight happen, including put up some money. Now, one thing that he said is he said, sell the jury. We don't got to sell the jury. We got money over here. Mm. So uh, the only reason I was even bringing that up is to say that that Loma has signed. So I'm asking. We, listen, signed. You, we've signed every listen. We've signed every hypothetical that can happen just because they want to run with the narrative and say Loma didn't sign. Don't mean shit. He signed. He signed a long time ago. Then he came back and he said, "Listen, you already got you got the best deal. I've already signed it, right? There's no new deal. The only new deals is coming on the table is is from Devin Haney and 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 Eddie Hearn, who are constantly trying to create other ways to get this guy in the ring. On down to." the new narratives that are being created by the media are just enough for us to say, hey, man, we'll do that too. You dig what I'm saying? Now, I don't know how far y'all want to take it, but we'll do that too. Well, now, that, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Some of these things that you have, if you're taking this Loma deal, which your son did on Twitter, um, it means you have to fight twice in Australia. Hey, man, listen. We'll fight as many times as we got to fight. And I just told you, we'll do that too. And we're going to put up some money. No, I just I want I what I said. I just want to go through all the, the talking points so that they hear it verbally and they don't say, well, he, he never said they willing to fight twice in Australia. Loma's willing to fight twice in Australia. Hey, brother, we willing to fight. Whatever deal that top rank, before you do a deal, before you do, listen, if you get it down to Loma said he'd fight for free, then we fight for free. How about that? <laughs> now, how about that? If Loma we've said, been, no, 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 clear. Listen, we've been getting money. We've been getting money, and it ain't no secret. You see what I'm saying? Money is not the issue. I just told you we are fighting for free. If it gets down to Loma, we'll take 100000 We'll fight for free, my man. Money is not an issue. Mm. Those are dangerous words, though, you know. Man, listen. And we live a dangerous life. Hello? 
I mean, but 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 so why? So you're saying the media is creating the narrative that your son wants a lot of money because it's Cramboso saying this. Listen, you've never you've never heard me mention any money. The thing that you might have heard me just say was free. You dig what I'm saying? How can you talk? You've never heard us talk about no money. So how can we overprice ourselves? And then I just came back and said we fight the guy for free. And what, a, what the people listen? The people on here talking about the people saying they want to see the fight. We want to fight. Only reason we want to fight Lomachenko, right, is because everybody said that nobody would want to fight him. Tank, he, he, he said he wanted Tank. Tank said that he didn't want to fight him. Or Mayweather Promotions or something was, something was misunderstood or misconstrued that neither party could get together and say at the same time they want to fight. Uh, we did. We did. And we continue to say it. We don't duck no faith from nobody. If you raise your hand, we say that you're raising it with respect. But we're at the top of the division. I don't discredit none of those guys. So, But if you say that we can't make the fight happen for contractually, now you can say you don't want to fight us like you, you have before. You can say that we don't have enough experience. You can say that. You, you can say that we don't have a belt. You can say all those things. But one thing you can't come on here and say is that we pricing ourselves out. Brother, we the ones that was pricing ourselves in because we've been paying everybody. Hello? We, we the ones that's been bringing the money to the table. Hello? Wasn't nobody messing with uh with 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 Eddie and Matchroom like that. We took we we believed in the ability to have global marketing from a standpoint that we were kicking butt here in the United States, nationally, we have, we, have, we have a great national buzz, and we thought a partnership with Eddie Hearn would provide global visibility because Devin is the guy, because he gets down. That means marketing his talent. Not no bullshit. I'm talking about boxing. He's a talented dude. Everyone in our country and the world and our boxing community knows this. So when you come down and you say, okay, media... Is going to create these narratives. Well, that's why we have Devin Haney promotion, and that's why we're very hesitant about giving away our ability and our voice to speak for times like this, where it affects Devin's legacy and and the narratives being created created that he's not available. So we've sacrificed working with the bigger machines and having great marketing plans, having great platforms, great visibility, whether it be on linear television or digital television, but sacrificing those times for times like this that I can get out and let you know there's nothing that we're not going to do to make the fight happen with, with uh, George Cambosos and that team down in Australia and going down there and having a great opportunity to have a big event that we so-called are supposed to be able to kick our feet back up kick our feet up and show up bill let me let me read this here from uh cambosis three days ago replying to your son on twitter who says everyone that doesn't loses and that's when you know devin was saying whoever whoever doesn't duck him ends up losing when they fight him uh george no no, no not when they fight him when they fight themselves and they run in they run into the they sells like bumper cars in the junkyard. You dig what I'm saying? And then when you downplay the fact of, and you're George Cambosos, 
you ultimately say that you're bigger than Devin in United States in the United States of America, where the biggest licensing fees happen for boxing, where the biggest fights in the world happen. You have you have Canelo Alvarez, arguably, and 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 the biggest fighter in the world. Arguably the biggest fighter in the world is Canelo Alvarez, who's never fought in Mexico and never complained to fight in Mexico. And then you talk about Manny Pacquiao, the multiple division world champion who never, never uh, argued about fighting in the Philippines, right? So when you talk about some, something, you have to understand, right, who you're talking to and what you're talking about. You're talking to Bill Haney about Devin Haney and fighting his son. Man, they say a whole lot of shit. But the thing that they don't say is what the people want to say is, it's on. So let me just get this out here. Uh, Camboso says, because the best are fighting the best. Cambosis Lopez, Loma. Why not accept lose offer then? Then we got to fight. Or you rather counter offer, low ball, and then lie and make it out like we don't want to splatter your face across the ring. Come back to me when you're serious, mate. So why is he saying that there is an offer from Lou? Have you received an offer from Lou DeBella? No, I have not received an offer from Lou DeBella, and I have sent Lou DeBella text messages, right? I've called Lou DeBella. I have it on my phone. Me and Lou text back and forth. So it's not like it won't be a first time that we Is he answering you? Is he answering you? No. Oh, so he stopped answering you how long ago? Um check the phone. Oh, you listen. damn, you using it? No, 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 no. Forget about it. Oh. Forget about it. Forget about it. <clears throat> All right. So what about the fact that let me uh move this out. Uh-oh, he want to check it anyway. All right, good. It'll give me the time to ask you this then. Uh, Lou saying that Eddie's offer to Cambosis was disrespectful. Did you think the offer that you guys made to Cambosis was disrespectful? Bill? Hold on. So, hello? Yeah, I hear you perfect. Yeah, so, so Saturday, as of the last text message that I have that doesn't have a response to it from him is as of Saturday. Saturday. Uh, did you feel that the offer from Eddie to Lou for the Cambosis fight was disrespectful? Because Lou DeBella saying that the offer was disrespectful. Well, growing up, in, in East Oakland, California, you know, a place that I love so dearly with all my heart. I've, I've learned, you know, a lot of things growing up in East Oakland and an offer with millions of dollars and an opportunity to do great business is never disrespectful. That's nothing that's disrespect and anything that's sent over as an offer or a counter offer or anything of like that is business and you do good business. And he always said that uh, he mentioned how Lou is a professional and a constant businessman, then why are we still on the table? If if we've already did something that's so insulting, when you say disrespect, when a person has disrespected me, then that means that, you know, um, it's, a, it's a very serious violation, right? And you don't mean that, that doesn't mean that the fighter then comes back two days, three days later and still missioning Devin Haney. 
and still saying that Devin Haney is a potential on the uh, as a, as a as a uh, a potential fight, right? So I, I'm not disrespected by anything. I'm not disrespected by the fact that he he he's even has the audacity to even pick Lomachenko when he agreed to, with Devin that it would be Devin, right? I'm not disrespected by. It. I'm out here campaigning and and hoping that that they get the message, that Lou gets the message, that. George gets a message. Jim gets a message that being a a world champion prize fighter, right, comes with responsibility and void ducking, avoiding, right, all that shit catches up. And what Devin said is that it caught up to all the other fighters. Mm-hmm. It caught up to him, right? I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I thought, I thought it meant different. I thought it meant, you know, when you take the challenge, those that take the Devin Haney challenge end up losing. That's what I, that's how I interpreted it, but. No, no, no. Everybody, everybody, everybody that goes that way, they're not undefeated. They're not, they, they're just like George Camboso. He, he can take a tune-up, right? He, his last fights was, his, his last three fights was split decisions. And and who's to say he goes into it as a favorite with Devin or Loma? I didn't. I'm not arguing and saying who will win or who won't or who's good or who's bad. I'm not saying that. I gave Lomachenko his props. I'm giving George his props, so on and so forth. But when you talk about the line, the way that it goes, this is not this is not up for no debate, man. The next fight that should happen in the lightweight division, the next fight in the boxing. For true lightweight supremacy, the to make the clear undisputed, uh, bring bring all that to a head, bring the make the clear undisputed championship is Devin and, and George Cambosos. That's the only thing I'm saying. That's I got Jaime Nieto that says, I respect Bill. Wait, let me put this up actually. All right. I respect Bill, but he telling one side of the story and there's always two sides. Of course, he's going to put all the blame on the other side and not and none on theirs. I'm not put I'm not putting any any blame on anyone. What I'm saying is the pieces fit. They fit. You're trying to make something not fit. It doesn't it doesn't make sense that George Cambosos beat Tio and Tio beat Loma. It's no makes no sense for George Cambosos to fight Loma. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. The natural person in, in the order, in the line, right? And they said every reason why we weren't in line. And that's what Deb is saying is it doesn't steal, right? We should have been fought Loma, right? Mm-hmm. The fight should have been happened. The fight with Tio should have been happened. It could have it could have happened in the WBC tournament. Then it could have happened for undisputed, right? He picked his mandatory in George Cambosos, who was what kind of odds, what what kind of favorite was he over him? Not a big favorite. He was he was an underdog. Okay, so what when we say that what was it? Like what? 
Shit, I would have to check. I don't know. Brandon, oh. somebody check because I, I would think Cambosos had to at least be, a, a, you know, a three to one underdog at least. Okay, well, well, so something like that. So he was a huge underdog, right? Mm -hmm. T.O. chose him and it didn't work out, right? The guy said in the ring to T.O., uh, you want to run it back again? T.O. said, no, right? T.O. then came back when they said, Ask Tio, who do he think, or who would he want to see, or who do he think he should fight? Who did he say? Devin. Devin. So when I mean, I'm saying is like, I'm just I'm not saying nothing bad about George. I'm not saying nothing bad about him. I'm just saying that I think that that that's going to be a great fight, and we need to make that fight happen, right? And start promoting the the two undefeated guys. But if Lou isn't answering you, how do you get some paper for Devin to sign? Because, again, Loma has signed. Well, Loma ain't signed Lou's paper. Loma didn't sign Top Rank's paper. Okay, so so when are you going to be able to get some paper to sign? Well, shit, you can, I can write that up right now to sign because we signed to ourselves. You I mean, what I'm saying? Well, you so need to get the offer on, in on, their on, hands. Wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, see... That's where that's where the great platforms like yourselves and the great thinkers of the world get a chance to take a look at look at. Look I got at it for you. Uh, the odds. Wow! Shout out to Danny Alvarez. Uh, the odds for the Cambosis uh, Lopez. Lopez looks like he was a thousand. So it was a uh, he was a minus one thousand. Damn, Cambosis was a plus six fifty. So he was, okay. you know, one hundred so, would have so, got you six fifty plus your hundred back. Right, but when you have, but that's great. But when you have thinkers that can think and they get a chance to watch the boxing voice and develop our opinion on the shit, right? There's no way around it. I guess from in the past, when you only have one platform, you got the Sports Illustrated that Mike Carpenter is writing, right? Then you got the the the. No, Mannix yeah, is what LA illustrated. Times, LA, LA Times, New York Times. You have these 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 outfits that are just marketing the stories that are favorable to the to the promoter that the fighter is fighting under. Mm. Right? There's no there's no so you there's saying, no ties like you saying huh? there's a bias in this. Well, well, yes. When you can, when you when you talk about the old media outlet and the outfit, the way in which they do it, mm -hmm. and the disparity in and and culturally the disparity and 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 their writing their writing styles their 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 actual who they are right mm -hmm. and and it's not good or bad but it's just that's what represented the boxing as a whole because that was what was being write, wrote and reported on and now that we have guys that write and that look like us that are of the same community that are also writing and also blogging, you're getting a more uh, balanced uh, a report on things. Mm -hmm. And 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 when that when that shift and that turn happens, right? Devin was on the forefront of it, right? And that's why I say you go look back on on promoting himself and bringing awareness to himself. Well, the guys like George Cambosos can't say just and because you beat Tio that you're an emperor and Devin is not worthy or he's not the 
the correct dance partner. Well, he's definitely calling himself an emperor. But I got a super chat here from Marcus that says, now we talking, Bill. Let these people know it's legacy over money. If y'all think it's cap, tell Cambosis to accept the terms. But again, but accepting terms, for anyone to accept any terms, there needs to be some sort of paper. I'm going to tell you this. If, if, you, if Devin was ever concerned about money and not legacy, then he would have signed with the money team. And, and listen, and to, to not be signed with the money team and moving around in these streets ain't never been no easy thing. You know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. thing, like I said, is when we did the deal with Eddie, we did the deal knowing that we could fight worldwide and also we would be on the table because with Eddie's fighters traditionally, right, they've been on the table, whether it be with top rank or whether they've been with uh, uh, Oscar, De Oscar De La Hoya, right? Mm -hmm. Frank Warren. They've been on the table. Well, I got some questions from the people here. I got Ruin of 504 that says, if the Cambosis fight doesn't work out, what's the backup plan? We just got to see. We're, I'm not, I'm being, I'm being, uh, super optimistic about it because of our position in the line, the order of things. You know what I mean? I'm like, they just keep grinding and they're not going to be able to deny it. And that's what that's been our whole thing, right? And I think this is one of those times that even if, just like with the Teal, it wasn't magnified as, as much with Teal that he could petition to unify with, with Dev. Now, Cambosos right can can unify right he can unify with death and not face his mandatory right the unification so the people are now getting a chance to really see what the real is because if you can unify then ultimately what, what is Devin and who is he you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. when I told you I said that I said that there's nowhere in the WBC that Devin can be the mandatory to the franchise, but the franchise can be the mandatory to Devin. Mm -hmm. Now, this guy, Cambosos, can choose between Devin and Lomachenko, but he has to tell the, the, the WBO that he wants to unify. He can't go with Ryan Garcia. He can't go any other place. But but Bill, what about the fact that your your co-partner and co-promoter Eddie Hearn is saying now that the WBO has ordered the Loma Cambosis fight, but that he's still which, trying to get it done? Which which means which means that the only way that it can get done is by him unifying with Devin for the true undisputed. But a deal you see what I'm deal. saying? I know. I, I hear you. I hear you. I, that's but what, that was the, that's that what was, I said in the, the beginning same, of the show. And that was the and that was the same way with Tio. That was the same way with Tio. Go ahead. You got distracted. Are you there? Let me see. All right. Looks like you might have got a text or something. 
But we are joined by Bill Haney, father, son, uh, father of uh, Devin Haney, obviously representing DHP. Are you there, Bill? I cannot hear you, no. You must have muted yourself. Nothing yet. Oh, he's gone. All right, and we'll look to get him back on here. Hopefully he calls back in, because that was interesting. I had some more Patreon questions I needed to get it to, uh, and I'm sure he'll jump back on, though. But um, all right. If you want to ask him a question, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash the boxing voice. And uh, yeah, drop him a question. In the meantime, I'm going to get to Mr. Special Feature. What up? Special feature. We're going to have to get back with you, champ. You got a lot of background noise, uh, but I will keep it moving. Brooklyn Jew is coming through your town. Let's get to it. When you see old dirty bastards on a position like that, then you know that I'm getting ready to bust your. I love my TVV, comrades. Theboxingboys.com. Listen, man. What? 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 Goddamn slide the crime. Goddamn sound shame. That's all I need. And I'm good. SDS promotion. Hey, Ness, you hear me, right? I hear you. I hear you. Listen, love my TVV, comrades. Love my TVV live chat, comrade. Damn. You want to say something? Champ, I'll be right back. Bill just jumped in. My bad. Don't go nowhere. Bill, you back? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Hey, man, I love, I love that dude energy, man. It's crazy how always me and him come on and I always talk about his, he from New York or something, right? Yeah, his Brooklyn. Accent and shit. Huh? Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, I love that dude's energy, man. King Bourne is his name. We King, got, King Bourne? Yeah, King Bourne. Okay. I got uh, David Maldonado, uh, who sends a question. He says, what's up, Mr. Haney? Question. If and when Tio moves up and sparks Barboza and Josh Teller, would you re We'd love it? Would you re pursue a fight with Lopez? Love it with Lopez love again, being we'd, that we'd love he, it at one forty. We right. love it at one forty. I mean, then that gives both of those kids are growing, and they've. They, I'm sure you know Tio. He's saying that he's grown out the division. Devin is on his way, and um, you know, take nothing away from. Uh, Tiafimo Lopez, you know, at a, at a later date, for sure. All right. The next one is from Mr. Adore that says, uh, what is your, your, no, what is yours and Devin's relationship with the zone? Can you go direct to Joe Markowski or above if needed to get answers? Um, 
I don't, I don't move outside of, you know, the protocol. Devin is, uh, you know, he's, he's the boss, you know, um, Devin can talk to, Devin can talk to Joe, Devin can talk to Eddie, Devin can talk to all of them. Um, so yeah, as far as me personally, um, I like to, you know, I like to move within the team. Mm Mm-hmm. We got James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas. says, out of all the locations you and your son have fought out of, which brings back fond memories and why that particular location? Um, I think probably, to me, I mean, there's so many of them, man. But so many. I, I automatically thought Madison Square Garden and the Zaru Abdullah fight over there in the little room was just, you know, kind of like, you know, once you can, once you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Gave us mm-hmm. that kind of vibes, you know. So, but we also, of course, liked the MGM Grand. The last, the M, the Mandalay Bay was was beautiful. That that's was a nice night there. Um, you got. You got in DC that night and that night over there in in, in in Baltimore. Not Baltimore, but uh DC. Yeah, the harbor. The, MGM uh, Grand Harbor. Yeah, the MGM Grand Harbor. That was beautiful, man. All you know, all our people came out. You know what I'm saying? I think that was the that was the the beginning of, of something special as well. So just so many, so many memories of uh places, man. And we look forward to develop getting more, building more memories. I got Brandon Lenz that says, Bill, at any point in this journey with your son, have you ever felt like you were being frozen out due to going the independent route? Also, I think Maxi Hughes' fight should be revisited if things fall apart. It's for a belt. Shows you're willing to travel. Fellow DAZN fighter. Um, that's a two that's a two-part question. Uh, I can only let me ask the last part. Uh, first, you know, and then you can, you know, you can ask me this the first part because I forgot it. But, um, you know, going to the going to the UK is a, a dream of of Devon's, um, a dream of ours as well. You know, we we went to London, and 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 got a, a warm reception. Um, so look, we're looking forward to going over to the UK and fighting. Um, you know, Maxie Hughes is the the miracle man. You know, shout out to what you know him and you know, what his team has been, has been doing. Um, but right now I'm a hundred percent focused on George Cambosos and, and, and this, this, uh, this unification of all the belts. All right. Uh, I got a few more here. Looks like, Brandon Maurice in Cincinnati. And you got new equipment or some some kind of new Skype or something, right? Who, this me? is Yeah, this is dope, I'm saying, because normally my head would get cut off, but ah. now it's like, you know. Oh yeah, they upgraded. Uh so Brandon Maurice says, Why haven't you taken Devin to the bay for a fight? The town or the city will come out for a dope event, regardless of opponent. That's Maxie Hughes. No, no, no we're, yeah, yeah, we're we're ready, we're ready, we're ready for it. We know that the town, the bay, 
you know, Northern California, you know, is ready at ready for it, you know, and, um, you know, we represent, we represent that, that Northern California, that independence, you know, that Bay area independence, that grind that, you know, um, you know, where you, where you have, you have ownership and you have control, a controlling voice in the way, in the way that your, your career is going, your, your artist, your artiste is, uh, being developed. Um, that's a Bay Area mindset, you know, and uh, and I wasn't the first one that that started it, but I but I I embrace it and I embrace it as uh as ours as well. Next one is from uh, James Benitez that says Gary Russell with one arm really impressed me. I still feel Gary with one arm would be competitive and beat most fighters. So why not revisit a Gary fight since we all believe that undisputed ain't happening. I got Gary if y'all make the fight. Damn. Well, shout out to, to Gary Gary Russell and all the Gary Russell fans who <laughs> listen, if you got a, no, no, if you if if you got a Gary Russell fan or supporter and and your uh and your corner man, you gotta ride or die. You know what I mean? We've been through several talks and negotiations and and I've already had a level of respect for the for the DMV, but I developed an even more deeper respect for the DMV and the which and the way that they ride about not only um, not only Gary Russell but Tank Davis as well, you know, um, and that whole area, you know. So uh, anything is possible, but like I said about to to the other caller, you know, I I would be I would be uh, emotionally deficient if I started to to revisit that and also have um, George Cambosos on the table. It's impossible for us to uh, to completely, you know, give all our focus if it's displaced in other places. Right now, we're 100%, 110% focused on George Cambosos. All right. I got Steve in the UK. And he says, uh, hi, Bill, with respect, we hear a lot from you on TBV. We barely hear from Devin. When will Devin step off Twitter and onto YouTube to call out these guys himself? Thanks for being a co-host, Steve in the UK. <laughs> I like that well, co-host. Well, well, going into it that we knew and we understood that that we both had had exceptional talents in different areas. Mm-hmm. And coming together and 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 being this this two headed monster, in the sense of me being able to articulate and and you know Devin's um Devin's thoughts here on the TBV early at seven o'clock in the morning, to whereas Devin you know is a twenty three year old fighter, right? Who's you know the last thing that that we want him to be doing is is is, is lip wrestling over here with the TBV uh community now. Me, I represent and, and willing and able to get up at seven o'clock in the morning, right? And come on here and let you guys know that we as a team, right? As a collective, right? Is ready to go to Australia to make this thing happen. Outside of that, um, you know, Devin trained twice yesterday. He trained in the, in the boxing gym and the strength and conditioning. So, you know, I don't think that we're asking Lomachenko to do any of those things. I don't think that we're asking uh, even George Cambosos to do those things, but we are asking that uh, Lou DeBella, 
uh, Bill Haney, Eddie Hearn, right? The guys that are actively uh, negotiating these things, Peter Kahn, right? To uh, to not, to give the people the, the truth, right? And that's the only thing that we ask, right? And if they said that, truthfully, that Devin has done everything and that he's a consummate professional in the sense of, and his team, that they've done everything that they can to make the fight happen, and we just choose to go another direction, well, that would be nothing new to us. We, You know, people have said that. Mm-hmm. But to then come on and say that uh, it's about the money, well, then that's where, where I answered the bell. And that's why you hear me right now today. Uh, we got the best dad ever in Baltimore. Not going to lie. Uh, never thought you were getting this fight. So to me, I don't care. But if you do get the fight, Tank will be right there waiting when the smoke clears. Hands up emoji. He will oh. beat your son easily. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about easily doing anything. Uh, with my son in the ring. I don't think my son makes it easy for anybody, right? And that's just that's just keeping it 100, you know? So uh, we have some fans, like I say, that, that are ride or die, and then we have some that ride or die and are delusional. And I think uh, that particular fan, when, he, when, he, when he's saying uh, tank it being an easy fight, it won't be. So they haven't been in the ring or shared the ring since that sparring session when so long ago? Tank and Devin? Well, yeah. I don't think it was that it wasn't that long ago, but it was long it was long ago enough that uh you know, Tank knows that Devin is nothing easy and at any any time that you've heard Tank act um really say, you know, what Devin is inside the ring, um you know, I think he's he's given Devin his props, and I think Devin has given Tank his props. How old were they? I'm not sure. They were pros. Money, a, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think I made a few thousand on it, though. I don't. I don't remember the age, <laughs> but I know I made I made some money. If that's how, how'd you make about. some money on the sparring session? Well, that's that's the thing. Is ironically, is how do you make some money on the sparring session if it's not clear? But uh, Coach Levi and uh, Adrian Broner's dad. They're, they're gentlemen, you know, they're off the, out that Midwest. So they, you know, they, I got big respect for them and, and what they, what they, uh, who they are and what they've done in boxing. And we made a gentleman's bet, you know what I mean? And, but, and I got but, but what was the bet respect. though? Cause the terms are always what's important. Well, it's the first one to stop. It's doghouse oh, rules. You first know? one to stop. That's how I go. Mm. Okay. So you're saying your son stopped tank. Well, you can ask Ellie. I got paid. You know what I'm saying? I got paid off of the shit. I mean, like I said, these are shit that I, I keep But, with. I mean, did he I stop him? Did he stop Javonta Tank Davis? Or did Tank Davis stop sparring like he did with Red Catch? Because he's like, yo, you know, I'm good with two rounds. I'm good with four rounds. Well, I, when you stop, I get the money. So, I don't know what reason you want to stop. Did uh, Tank could, know there know. was a bet in place? Did of course he? he knows that. What do you mean? Of course he knows that it's bet in place. I'm betting from the corner, and there's Adrian Broner is in the corner with. So Tank. I just want to be clear here. There's no way that Tank could have not heard that there was a gentleman's bet amongst teams. Well, listen, the the thing with the the gentleman's bet 
amongst the teams were was us. Mm-hmm. The fact that that the great TBV TB. E, I'm getting confused. No, you ain't confused. You ain't confused. We the best ever too. <laughs> but T B E yeah. was there. So that beats any kind of money that the little small money that, that we had, that's small money in terms of gaining the respect mm-hmm. and, and impressing uh T B E. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I always I, I you know, I catch flack sometimes about these stories, right? That that I that I tell about what happened in the doghouse and all that, but you know, Dev was raised by Floyd. You know what I'm saying? He was raised off of the energy of Floyd, the energy of Zap. You know, the energy of Hasim Rockman. You know, he was raised inside in Las Vegas, right? Um, Mike McCallum. We spent a whole lot of time with Mike McCallum, and what Mike McCallum said most was, "Is do not let them do." Devin like they did Mike. I said, Mike, what is that? He said, they just didn't tell the truth. I said, what, Mike? He said, well, I was ready to fight Sugar Ray, Hearns, all the Duran, all of them. He said, and they played him. And he was played because of the sports writers that at that particular time being influenced by the promoters that they were influenced, and he just couldn't get his shot. So I made sure that I promised to Mike McCallum that I wasn't going to let Devin be dead like that. So a lot of the times that things that I say, I couldn't say if we were contractually tied to certain companies and the people wouldn't get a chance to hear the real. All right. I got a few uh, super chats here. We got Mr. Calderon that says if Haney giving up his entire purse for the fight, that's all I got to hear. This is a duck. Uh, Javi says Cambosas is losing whoever he fights next, but wants to make as much money as he can before his 15 minutes of fame is up. Uh, Do you think he loses if he takes the Loma fight? Um, I think it's, it's, it's a great fight. It's a great fight between them. You know, Loma stands a chance to win. George stands a chance to win. But it's just not, it's just not the right next fight, you know. Can't, I can't say anything bad about the fight, right? Only thing that I can say something is, is bad about the choice and which, who you choose in the fight. Is it the Let's easier fight? People are saying it's the easier fight for George. I think so. I think so. And why? Why is that? I think because you have you have two times that you got a chance to see Lomachenko get beat, mm-hmm. right? And and so with that, you have two different ways. You have the way in which you think. You have the way in which Orlando um, thought, and you all have also the way in which Tio. And by having those those combinations, you can see what um, you know where a fighter was. Uh, you know, the blueprint. Hmm. We got Lids Low in Decatur, Georgia that says, Bill, F that WBC. Go over to the WBO. No? No comment? All right. Guess you won't have a comment on... Are you there? Let me make sure you're there. Another yeah, I'm here. Okay. 
You might not have a comment on this one. Have you ever, and this is Majid in Ohio, have you ever considered pressing charges or suing against the WBC? No comment. No comment, right? Nope. All right. Uh, Schoolcraft says, if Devin was going, if Devin was doing what George is doing, fans wouldn't be dogging him. Melalented fighters always got to jump through hoops. Hands up emoji. Um, James in Alabama says, Ness, I think our producer Brendan Lenz made Bill an intro. Yeah, I played it. I played it. I played it. But uh, I guess we'll give it to him on the outro again. I think that's everybody, man. Bill, man. So when when, when are we gonna get this uh this this saga? It's a saga now. You guys about to turn into the new Mayweather Pacquiao? You think? Listen, um, one thing that I wanted to just come out here because I I I know that uh, TBV is the voice of the streets. It's the voice of the people, right? I want to come out here and touch the people, right? You can't you can't make and have accusations against Devin Haney and DHP and not have and and not going to hear us come out and publicly right publicly give our give our representation and and that's and that's what I want to do I want to just kill all that narrative that Devin is not willing and ready to do everything to make the fight happen with George Cambosos so there's no deal that they can get that's going to be better with uh with uh Lomachenko and Bob Ingram. There's just there's just not, bro. Mm. Well, let's hope, man, uh, because this needs it, it, it will be documented. Hopefully, you know, uh it, it becomes more of a thing. Um it would be Vasile now accepting franchise and not fighting Devin. Tio deciding to choose his mandatory over you know, allowing Undisputed to trump his mandatory in fighting Devin. And now Cambosis choosing to fight someone that has already lost uh, to the person he beat rather than fight Devin. I mean, Jesus, this is a story that needs and, to definitely and there's be no, told. And there's, no, and there's no side of the street BS. You see what I'm saying? And we're not being protected. And when you're, when you're, not, when you're not on the side of the street of protection, right? You, you make yourself vulnerable, right? And Devin is, that's why I was able to kill the narrative that Lou is trying to talk to us, that he's trying to give a deal to us through Eddie and all that. I just killed all that. I called Lou myself. What? I'm not tied to where we got to do it. I called Lou myself then and just, and, and see, hey Lou, what's going on? Nothing. So, and if Lou feels that it's something else different, right, come out and say it. Don't hide behind these because Lou's a very articulate guy as well, right? So he's able to text. And I get on my kids so much. I'm like, well, how do you guys just text so fucking much? How do you know that that's what he meant or that's what she meant by the text? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Dad. They said, Dad, we text. We text, right? <laughs> so, so listen, <laughs> fuck all that texting and tweeting and bullshit. If you're saying that we're not available, come out and say it. I'm any platform. As soon as I see him on there, I'm pulling up. 
anywhere. Yo, anywhere Lou, Lou at, anywhere Lou at, as soon as Lou go on the play, I dare him. Nah, he he already told me. I reached out again, and and he already said like I'm not entertaining it. I yeah, don't know exactly because I'm gonna pull up. Because I'm gonna pull up. It's crazy though, because he used to be a guy that you know would come on and would say how he's feeling. I don't know, man. I I I always felt that the 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 top rank way was gonna be the way because Lou's been doing a lot of business with top rank, man. A lot man, of business listen, with top rank. When he came out before that, he came out and said that he was going over there, back over to Al. Uh, he was going over to Al and he was gonna break, take the fight to, to uh, tank. George, um, to tank. To tank, man. Come on, man. So that was the first. That was the first choice. See what I'm saying? And the second thing is, is if Lou was that tight with Bob, then why didn't Lou make the fight happen? for top rank instead of with Triller. I'm waiting. No, you got to answer that one. I mean, because Triller was giving them more money. That's okay, so why. Okay, so when... He was when getting 6.1, so he's getting the cut from Cambosis off of 6.1. He's mm -hmm. not going to have any quarrels with that. Just like when the next bid was the zone, and that's the second highest. He ain't going to have no quarrels with that. Right now, they trying to act like this the best deal. Okay, so now let me ask you this though. And obviously since, it is. When, obviously it is because since you said when, you saying that Devin when, would take Loma's uh, offer, which since, means it's less than what Devin wanted originally. And and listen, and since when? Since when does does Bob Arum's deal beat Eddie Hearn's deal? Rarely, rarely. rarely. But 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 remember, so, so, Bob Arum just won a purse bid. He just showed him and him and Frank Warren showed they weight at that forty two million for Tyson so, and Dillian. So if the deal if the deal is if the deal is good if the deal is good, um, if the deal is good, it's good wherever it comes from for us. When are you? We're when are you? Remember, we're independent. We're independent. So if if I take whatever deal that we do and I take 15% and I give it to Eddie or I take 15% and give it to whoever. It doesn't make a difference. Our pie is whole. So you can't say that it's the side of the street because we can come on that side of the street. We can come on your side of the street. That's why he said, make an offer. He, he that You heard Eddie said, make an offer. Right. And then, well, I see then, Eddie then, say that he's never received any offer, an email, but, but or anything. That's and that's what he said. Is he said you can make an offer, right? And Lou said he said you can make an offer. And he said he's never received any kind of offer. He says, but we sent over an offer in writing. One thing that they can say is that that Lou that you heard Lou said is that it was a ridiculous counter offer. Disrespectful was the word he used. Okay, disrespectful. So I already didn't text Lou and said, you know, what's up? Is is, is it a holdup? Is it where where you know? That's all I want to make sure. There's no holdup anywhere, right? And there's no excuse that there's a held up because Devin's voice has been misinterpreted or misused, misused in some way that he's not willing to make this thing happen, and that's the only thing. Right. You don't have to talk any way other than that, other than, and I think the text message to Lou was 
was reiterating that. And I think that the Devin and, you know, things that I've been hearing from their camp is that they're still trying to decide. So what I was saying is, is that is what would make us ridicule Dev? Why, why does it have to be when we haven't talked about the money, right? We haven't, we haven't turned down any money, but it's, it's talk about him, right? You talk about him not fighting anybody, right? We talk about all the excuses other than let's just make the fight happen. So I didn't come on here to ridicule the, the guy. Uh, Ken Bosos. I didn't come on here to ridicule uh, Lomachenko. I just said that Lomachenko's line is his place in line is behind Devin. All right, all right. It is. It should be the natural order of things. Should be for him to fight for undisputed. Um, but and if you don't, and if you don't do that, then it's for some reason that you're ducking. The guy that's in line. Now you can't make it about be about about its money when you said it was about legacy first, right? It can't be about legacy for one guy and not legacy with the other. So if it's about legacy for us and not about money, it should be legacy for him and not money, or it shouldn't be about anything else. That's why those those two guys got to fight. Hmm. I got. Candy Slim, who says, Dev versus Isaac Cruz if George ducks Devin. No. Like I said, man, I, you know, I, all those guys are good. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to talk in a way that those aren't potential fights and those aren't got good. But, but yeah, there's you no, just don't want to no, redirect yeah, no the energy. Right huh? You don't want to redirect the energy to anything else. Yeah, I don't want to redirect. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to light up about this guy or light up about that guy because I feel that you know, you know what I mean. Let's just this is the this is the next this is the next fight in boxing. The next big fight in boxing is Devin Haney and George Cambosos, brother. And I appreciate you allowing me to come on here. I got one more before you before okay. you jump out. J Mac in New Orleans says. Why is it the Tank or Floyd energy isn't there to fight Devin? They say everything, but let's fight. Never heard Tank say let's fight yet. Right. Well, like I said, is you know I always give respect to to Floyd and them and what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I think that we run into a problem is because I I might keep it a, a little bit too real sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But I give them their grams. I give them their grams. I give them that that he's TB. That he's the he's the he's the green print to this shit. I give him his grams that the Dev has been watching him since he was a he was a kid. And in the gym, he would he would announce to everyone, yeah, don't watch nobody else but me. Yeah, watch my moves, watch my moves, right? And so you know, I don't know. I just know that when I talk to Leonard, and I tell Leonard, I say Leonard, I say you know how tough it is. He's like, I know. I said, listen, Leonard. I know that you and Floyd went through these times and I know that you see us going through these times and it's only the bad motherfuckers that experience it, you know, and you wear this shit with a smile and you already know it, but to get there, you got to go through some things that, that, that pretty boy and money may went through. And that's, if you pull up all this shit, it was him begging for the fights. 
him begging for the fights, right? The fighter's not wanting to get in there with him, you know? So it's some eerie similarities in, in, the, in both Devin's trajectory and, and, and the way in which Floyd has already uh, surmounted to. Well, Bill, won't keep you, man. We appreciate your time as always. Thank you for coming on and uh, clearing it up. Uh, you should do a, like, a, like a, a summary, you know, in closing. Devin is willing to take the Lomachenko fight, et cetera, et cetera, because, uh, you know, we got to get these well, clips out there. Well, absolutely. I mean, I could say it frontwards to backwards, backwards to frontwards. In summary, Devin is willing to accept anything that, that Loma and, and Top Rank has, has offered Lou in order to make this thing, make this fight happen. And, and as well as Lou, give me a call. I can go in my pocket and kick in some too, baby. All right. All right. Well, Bill, once again, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you as always. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, getting it from the horse's mouth. Appreciate you, Bill. Let's get to these Peace. callers. I got, uh, Ra, I believe in Baltimore. What up? No, this is good. Oh, what's going on? Best dad ever. What's up? What's up? What nah. Up? So, you know what's funny to me? When everybody brings up the Devin and Tank Spawn, they always bring up the second spawn. They never bring up the first one. He's in Baltimore. Nobody bet on that one. <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool. Hey. This is my thing. Hey, listen. This is my thing. I Devin, Devin was always younger than Tank, though. So, it don't matter if it's first or second. Fine. He's still the young boy getting off on the older fighter, older, more You're right. established fighter. You're right. You're right. But think about it. They don't ever bring up the fact that Tank was fat and out of shape in the second one. And that's how Floyd found Hey, man. But like stay I said, ready so you ain't got to get it ready. Is what it is. It is what, you're right. You you're sound right. like you making it excuses. It it's, all, it's cool. No, like I said, it's cool. It's cool. He can have that. Because he's the king of sparring. He's the king of call-outs. He got that. <laughs> he got that. But it is what it is. They say who's who deserves it. They say who who put in the most work. At the end of the day, if you want to be honest, Loma put in the most work at 135. So whether he lost already, we say let's not care about losses. And then we say, oh, he lost his belt. He lost it. I don't want to hear it because you, you can't you can't say oh you get one loss and then we throw you out the window. But then nah, I don't want to hear that no more. Who really deserves that? Deserves the belt? Woman. And it is what it is. Be mad, be upset, go ahead, cry. That's something. All right, all right, all right. Uh, looks like we got James Benitez. What is up? Real hate, man. That's like an art form, man. You know, it's like you like a born a hater, you know, like myself. Man, you not really don't care about these food shit, man. I'm here to tell you right now. Who seems to just hurry up and just fight somebody that we actually give a damn about? We don't care. Charlo with the little Instagram post or whatever with the signed signature. Man, there's no way in hell he signed up to fight no Canelo, man. Two other knockdowns that Wilder been knocked, knocked down and the footage was scrubbed off the internet, man. We all know that, too. Winner of the ninth annual Player Hater of the Year Award is James Benitez. Uh-oh. I know what's coming this time. I think I deserve that award, too, man. Yo, what's up, Ness? You hear me? Yo. Yo. Hey, man, that was a good That was a good little interview. I only caught a little piece of it, man. But uh, shout out to Bill Haney, man. Much respect to him and everything. 
Um, it kind of sucks that we even still get the Tank reference, Tank Davis reference in today's show, man. We, you know, we all know he's probably one of the most overrated and, um, you know, highly most protected fighters in the division. Definitely, you know, Tank Davis. Come on, man. Eastside Cruz, Santa Cruz. Come on, man. You know I'm not. You know I'm not wild, man. He hasn't fought a test. Yo, like, ever since four he years. fought Isak, everybody want Isak. Man, he's food, man. That's why everybody wants him, man. They see that. It's food. He a Mexican fighter. They get their name off him, man. Come on, man. We all know that. That's why I really will. I would love, I would love that fight for Gary, man. He would probably walk through uh, Isak and Santa Cruz, man. But you know, you know how Al feels about Gary Santa Cruz. So that shouldn't happen. Gary can't beat Isak, man. You out here wilding. But you, but you ain't denying he can't. You know he can beat Santa Cruz though. You know that. But anyways, man. Hey, we saw this coming from a mile away, man. We saw that Vasil or somebody else from the outside was going to get this fight from Devin, man. It just sucks that the business of boxing is still on this bullshit. So, man, hey, keep the just keep the phone lines rolling, Ness, man, and have another good show, man. I'm out. All right, all right, all right. If you're on Blog Talk, which I see a hella bunch of people, you got to press one one time. To let me know you're ready to rock out on the show. And then we're going to go to you. Looks like I got JT in New Orleans. Are you available? Long pause. All right. Going out to Coach J. Mack. I'm in the ocean. You say you the big fish. I'm looking for you. You are watching a master at work. Oh, big in the motherfucker, man. We ain't gonna be able to fire your punk ass out. Ah, you wanna bet a hundred thousand on that? Let's bet a million. I'll break your fucking neck. J Mac, New Orleans. Uh, Don't like what I said, nigga. Do something fucking about no, it. No, the best no, no. Give me the towel. Give me the towel. SDS promotion. Get ready for the back attack. Yo, what up, Ness? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What up? Hey man, shout out to the SDS promotions. Um, shout out to Bill Haney, another real one. Always coming in. And it's it's funny how the guys can't respect a dad really putting his work behind the sun. Like Bill said it best. Devin don't need to be out here lip grasses. Devin need to be getting in the ring, making the fights happen. And that's what Bill is here for. But a lot of people hate on Bill as a manager, as somebody that avoids for Devin. And they, I guess they're getting tired of hearing him talk, but that's what he's supposed to do. At one minute, they want somebody to talk. And the next minute, when they got somebody that's talking for him and Devin taking care of business and being avoided by the Tank Davises, the uh, whole 135 um, out there, and then a lot of dudes making a lot of excuses. Um, like, with Tank, the reason why I bring up Tank Davis because I'm, I'm a little confused how he declared himself the best fighter at 135. He never fought none of the champions with the belts or anything, and that's a that's an easy way to prove it. Of course, Lomachenko deserving a fight over Devin. I'm a little confused. Lomachenko got two losses. We didn't see him lose twice. We have never seen Devin one avoid a Lomachenko fight. We already know what happened. Take back down history. We know who did actually avoid Lomachenko fight, which Tank Davis or Floyd, whoever you want to put the blame on. Um, both of them, they, they did the same team. 
and what have you. So how is it the guy that lost twice over the champion at 135 that can dispute the undisputed and clear that up? Why is he getting picked last? Why is he being avoided by so many mandatories? Why is he being skipped around? Why is everybody saying everything else but let's fight? Tank Davis included. All the talking. Like Jay Benitez said, man, I mean, I think it's hype. I, I believe hype. If Floyd is scared to put this man in the ring with certain names, he did avoid the uh, Lomachenko fight. So maybe that's why some people feel like Lomachenko deserves the fight, actually. But like I said, man, Devin definitely should get the fight and move on and with his career. He being held down and stalled out because nobody wants to see that young man get his just due. And it's a shame that in boxing, we find ways to avoid the great fights instead and make excuses for him. That's my first call. All righty then. We got King Boom, my bad champy. What up? Hey yo, listen, y'all. Um I I got like uh I got my cousin, yo, Shay Sun cousin. Servan here, Servan here. It's a great day in the UK, glorious day in the UK, everybody. Love Brooklyn. Love New York. Love Ness. Listen, in the UK, we got the man Khan. Out there, we call him the convict. We're the convicts. He's the great Khan. He's the for the, the great great grandson of Genghis Khan. Shout out, he gonna destroy Kel Brookman. He's going to destroy Cal Brook. Sir Bond here, Sir Bond here. Love your nest. And we love Bill Haney. We love Bill Haney. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, peace, peace. Yo, shout out to Erickson Lubin and Sebastian Fondora. That fight uh, is another eliminator for Lubin. Uh, on the undercard, it should be Tony Harrison and Sergio Garcia. Uh... Um, shot Harrison chose Garcia versus the Lewis Aries fight, which is a bigger name, but I guess Garcia may have a higher ranking, possibly. We're going out to Lids Low. What up? Get your ass in the ring. Hey, no, DBV, what's happening, man? What up? Man, Kosha. Look, man, I'm, I'm going to keep it inside the air about it real quick. Man, I'm, 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 you know what I'm doing is, now nah, I ain't saying I'm conforming to this bullshit, but what I'm doing is trying to get a better understanding. I get the money, I get that shit, but it's like, what the fuck, man? Excuse me, like, let me stop. Let me, I'm finna go in. So, like, let me ask you, Ness. Okay, I think you said it on the show already. But who the fuck, who would you rather see, in all honesty? If it was up to you to make the fight, would it be Haney or would it be Cambos? I mean, um, them, uh, uh, Basile. I mean, I, I want Haney because it's, it's just starting to feel like they're freezing him out. Like, this is now going to be the third fighter that will choose not to fight him. So, I'm just like, what's going on? Yeah, bro, like, I'm, 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 man, I'm about to the point, it's like, fuck all, not all of them, but fuck them champions at 135, and shit, let's start, got, 
shout out to Keyshawn Davis, all them motherfuckers finna come up, man. Cause like when did becoming undisputed become a bad thing, bro? Oh, bro, I can't. I'm trying to grasp my head around this shit for realness, cause you know I'm gonna get your ass in the ring type of fighter, man. Get your ass in the ring, bro. It ain't fuck the talking. I get your money. But Charlie, that's the only way we're gonna find out who it, man. The shit, I'm as you can tell, the shit pissing me off, bro. But I'm gonna try to keep it cool, huh? But man, hey, shout out to Devin. Devin, fuck WBC. I said it. Go over to WBO, bro. Man, I'm out of the account. Shout out to everybody. Y'all stay here. All right. Um, let me get to Mr. CYP. What up? Uh, shout out to all the people who are secret tank fans who keep bringing his name up when he ain't even mentioned. We appreciate y'all, you know, talking about the biggest star under 147. The guy who's on pay-per-view and who got the fan base and the fans and the support that does things that your fighter Lomachenko can't do, who's such a big star but never been on pay-per-view at all, and he's 33 years old. It's kind of weird. Now, this is what I want to bring up, man. Orlando Salido, 14 total losses. He had 12 when he fought Lomachenko. These are the names he lost to, though. Mikey Garcia, Gamboa, Marquez, Roy Martinez. Man, that's awesome. But what about Cristobal Cruz, Alejandro Gonzalez? That's just a few names that he had. Remember, he had 12 before he fought Loma. Loma couldn't beat a guy with 12 losses. Couldn't beat a guy with 12 losses. They say, it was his second fight. So he was 26 years old. He did not have to stand the Olympics for that second medal and not turn pro. I read it up. I already know the details. They allowed him to be a professional and box in the Olympics for a second gold medal. He turned down the professional contract. It was not his country. It was him. He didn't want no smoke with them professionals. Like Devin Haney do, like Tank, like Tank did autumn 2021, 22 like Floyd did, all of them young boys who was up there fighting professionals at 2021, 22, 23, 24. My man was still, my man was still wanting to fight the Andes. There, there is no difference. That man was not ready. And when he was ready, he lost to a dude that damn near lost every big fight he fought except for the Lomachenko fight. Remember that. Lomachenko is overrated. His two biggest wins are against two dudes who are smaller than him still. Still. Gary Russell Jr. and Rigo. Gary Russell and Rigo. They're still smaller than him. See, y'all don't like facts. Y'all don't like facts. Y'all like fiction. Bottom line is, some of y'all are okay with black dudes not getting opportunities to be great because they show you how sorry you are. I said it, and I mean it. I ain't afraid. I'm not afraid to keep it real. You're afraid to see black people do great because it makes you realize how average your ass is at sports. CYP said it. Go ahead and hate me, but you can't debate me. <laughs> CYP out. All right. Uh, looks like we got a new caller in New Jersey. A62, who's this? T skills. Say again, I'm sorry, brother. Yo, this T skills, man. Call from Jersey, man. I just want to say, you know, that last caller was right, man. You know, I'm I'm listening to a lot of these guys call up here, man, and they're talking about tank and they doing all that when Cambosis is clearly ducking right in everybody's face. And the reason why people are ignoring it is because of what the last caller just said. It's, it's a bias that's on black fighters, man. I'm just going to keep it real. It's, and it's getting sad. And, and, then, and then I just want to say this to the non-black fighters out there. Challenge yourself. What you so scared of, man? You a boxer. 
get in the ring and fight the best. Don't run away from that. And you, your career will blow up if you get in and beat us. Don't be scared, man. The ones that went out and did it, they were big. Like, it, to me, it's just crazy. Uh, again, people bringing up Tank. Y'all have lost your mind when Canelo fight with whoever you want to and do whatever. Nobody says nothing. And y'all crying about Tank right now when Loma and, 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 and the Cambosis are the one in cahoots together right now making boxing look bad. That's what we should be focusing on. That's all I got to say, bro. Champ, you said TC Skills, right? Yeah. All right. Thank you for calling in. Great call. We got Stonebone, Colorado. What up? What up? What up? What up? Yeah, man. Yeah, I just want to say I slam a leg to my Muslim brother, uh, Bill Haney, and my the young guy, Devin Haney. Listen, man, they black and Muslim, man. It's going to be, it's double. They doubling down on the black ball, and that's going to happen to him. If he was more of a clown as black dude, that was out here drinking, uh, partying, smoking, and all of that. Who didn't live a clean, <clears throat> a clean lifestyle? I think more of them guys would be more in that to take the chance. But he lived a clean lifestyle. He's shining. He got money. He's black. He's young. He's confident, not arrogant. He carries himself respectful. And, and Bill Haney comes on here and talks like he got a PhD. He comes on here to talk with the utmost respect. He talks like a real Muslim man supposed to in public. And I just look at the chat and look at all of these sad dudes with the, you can tell I would call them European names and some of them are Spanish names, which are European based, right? Most of you niggas are brown. You're not Spanish. Take Like, like G. Trace to say, take your ass to Spain and then we'll see how many of you are there. We'll see how you treated in Spain. You'll be treated as an African who came off a boat, even if you are Mexican because you speak Spanish. So all of this disrespect that's going on in the chat, I expect, well, I guess I expect less from boxing fans. You know what I mean? Like, but I expect more from the TBV community. A few of the guys that I thought I respected that had some vowels in their names were saying some weird shit about Bill Haney that he would never say about nobody in public or in private. So I just wish that since he gave Ness his time, you see the respect Ness got for him. I would, I would hope that some of that respect would permeate out. This is about a fight that got nothing to do with you. You dudes will come on here and cap all day about for men that never speak to you, will never see you, will shit on you and piss on you if they wouldn't, wouldn't piss on you to put you out if you was on fire. But Bill Haney who come on here hours and hours, giving his time, breaking down insights, close as you can get to the boxer, we give him this disrespect. But these guys who we never see, never talk to, you guys act like they God. So, man, just show a little more respect. And, man, assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam to my brother, uh, Bill Haney. Thank you for staying classy, even though you're down here with these mutts down here in the gutter. Thank you. Ruin the 504. This has been a real interesting show today. That's uh -huh. well done. I think Undisputed stopped mattering when you had for years guys saying you should go for business and money over Undisputed. Uh, that really happened recently when we discussed hypothetical fights between a Josh Taylor or Tank Davis. And a lot of guys that were okay with 
going for the bigger name, going for the bigger money. And that undisputed doesn't matter. I heard that all the time, that undisputed doesn't matter. Now it's the end of the world if undisputed doesn't fight, doesn't happen in favor of business. That's crazy. And if Loma gets this fight, obviously I'm going to be happy about it. But it does suck for Devin because he's once again in a position where we have to ask ourselves, you keep missing out on the fights. What other options are you going to come up with? And I did like Bill's answer. We're not planning to fail to get this fight. That's the right mentality to have. I'm okay with either fight. Obviously, I favor Loma over Devin as a fan, but it's just the business of the sport. And it's always funny how some guys are okay with the business when it favors a fighter that they like. And when it's a fighter that they like getting screwed over, it's World War Three. That's my call. All right. I got James Benitez. Let me see. Is that numero tres, James? Yeah. It's actually not, James. Actually not. All right. All right. But that's going to be okay. We going to James Benitez. says, much respect to Bill Haney. I really heard that passion, and I just hate the BS in boxing. Yeah, man. Uh, looks like, uh, we got boomerang season. Who's up? Brandon, Cincinnati, courtesy of stainless. No, Devin Haney, Devin Haney versus Devin versus Williams Zepeda. Make it happen. Zepeda got a fight. I announced it on one of the shows I did. He's fighting, uh, on the Demetrius Bylard undercard. Big Meech. Taking on Jaime. I once think that's tomorrow. Two days from now, maybe. February 18th, maybe. Once it's, I'm saying, once it's over, make it happen. Follow the green print. Make your own green print lane. Yeah, you can't so, build a big... Cepeda ain't known big, enough. Isaac Cruz at least fought on H, uh, on Showtime a bunch. If you, if you can't if you can't make a, a big fight with a undefeated Mexican that's got like 22 knockouts and 24 fights, then... Maybe you ain't as big as you think you is. Oh, you should man. be able Get to build here, that up. Man. Get out of here, That's man. Get out of here. Like Floyd was fighting unknown Mexicans, man. Get out of here, man. Fuck out of here, man. Dudes be wanting to put these unrealistic standards on certain fighters, man. Coach J-Mac, Boomerang. Yo, Ness, can you hear me? I hear you. I hear you. Man, man, oh, man. Boxing has turned in to uh let's how i'm gonna say this it's very bitchy when i say bitchy you got niggas who get mad when you start talking about their fighters and bringing up their fighters like they fighters not relevant to a sport you got niggas that get on here and argue business over a sport i don't watch a fucking business if i want to learn money i'll watch fucking wall street i watch a sport and watch a competitive sport Tank ass is at 135. I mentioned him because he talks the shit. And he's one of the guys that actually ain't trying to fight for stuff because he's think he's bigger. They got a narrative going out like him being a cash cow in a pay-per-view star. And the motherfucker is a pay-per-view star because the little money that they pay him, he making it. And that's why they're selling the bullshit. Like they didn't report his last numbers. So like all this shit about bringing up Tank Davis, if he's the best in the weight class, why wouldn't I mention him? Why does it bother you that I talk about Tank Davis? We're talking about a sport. I'm not talking about a business. I'm talking about a fucking sport. I want to see the best fight the best. If 
Tank, if Devin can't get uh, Gambosa's ducking ass, which we know he'll duck, get Tank ass in the fucking ring and let's figure that fight out. That's my call. Shout out Jordan Baker on the boomerang for J Mac. Ness GTO, I got LV Slugger in the building. Follow me on Instagram at Ness GTO. Don't forget to follow the Boxing Voice on Instagram. We're doing big things over there. Staying up to date on all the greatest news. You know, keeping you updated. Only time y'all see me in rays is when I turn into the bronze mama. I want a body. I want a body, and he gonna be the body. The ambulance better be ready. The medical better be ready. The referee better be ready. They better have that towel to be able to throw it. SDS promotion. Was he right? LV Slugger. What up? <laughs>